welcome to Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Minds podcast. There will be spoilers and swearing. Hey, motherfuckers! It's that time! It is that time! It's time for the Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Minds podcast. And yeah! here's your host, Matt, with his co-host, Kate. How are you doing, Kate? Woohoo! I am good. I am very well. How are you, Woo-hoo. good buddy, buddy, buddy? I'm good. I'm a bit pumped. I am I'm pumped. pumped. I, I was saying, we were just saying, weren't we? It feels like ages since we've done like a, a show that's our sort of usual format. Um, I think because it, it has. We had that episode, that our end of year review episode. And yep. it's been about a month or whatever since... Yeah, So yeah, that. yeah. So um, it's How's exciting. Things? Yeah, How's good. Things? Good. Um, yeah, we're uh, not really a lot's been going on to be honest. I've been working lots and uh, been. I uh, also dropped a, an episode of Heart of Horror, which is my sort of other oh, show. Yes, of course. Uh, with yeah, Pro. yeah, yeah. Um, so everyone go check that out. <laughs> unless you, <laughs> unless you're uh-huh. um, averse to poop and fart humour. Uh, yes. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. It's gonna be done though. It's gonna be done. It doesn't have to be done. I think what what doesn't need to be done either is me recording at two a.m. when I'm like having really no concept of what I'm saying, um, or how embarrassing that will be in the morning when I hear it back and I go, "Oh my fucking god, what oh, did I do?" Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, other than that, just everything's kind of peachy keen. Been uh, applying for Ava's schools. Never felt so uh, old. Ah, in... <laughs> right. Never yeah, of course. Felt so old in my life. <laughs> it's yes, yeah, not much fun. Yeah, really? I now I now understand why you get those crazy mothers who will like murder people so their kid gets a place in some prestigious school. Oh yeah, and people who move actually move so yeah. their child is in a right catchment area. That's literally what we did. Right, like, okay. That's kind of why we moved because the schools around the area that we were in. Um, bearing in mind, we moved before we had Ava. Um, yeah, they weren't they weren't great. <laughs> uh, okay. um, so that and a, and, a, and a few other bits of reasons here and there. Um, but yeah, it, it, to be honest, if we didn't have Ava, then we probably would have stayed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we yeah. up up and moved. <laughs> we are that parent. You are those people. <clears throat> yeah. So um, you know, whoever gets a place ahead of Ava, better fucking watch her back. Oh, that sounded horrible. I realised that God, was about Jesus a child. Christ, wow. <laughs> that was about a child. I meant the mum, but I realised how it came out. How it came out sounded like I meant the child. I meant the mum. Yeah. No. Because that's better, apparently. Either or, it sounds like you're going to be on a killing spree. So <laughs> Just, uh, I've been watching out. Drop Dead Gorgeous lately. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> no, not really. I'm only joking. I would never incite violence <clears throat> much. So, anyways, what's been up with you? <laughs> again, not much. Um, unfortunately, I got COVID again. Boo! Uh, boo! Hiss! Uh, it, it wasn't well. It was kind of up and down, really, just usual shit. But it just felt really tired. Um, yeah. Like all the time, and I couldn't really do much. And I was locked in my own bedroom for six days, six days, yeah. seven days. You know, and it was just bloody boring. I mean, look, he just basically <coughs> sat in bed. You know, okay, watching films and and TV and stuff. But even after sort of seven days of just like waking up, going right. What am I doing? It's yeah. Just, oh, fuck. This is so. It started to get on my nerves. I started to get a bit cabin fever. Yeah. But um, because I didn't want my wife and my daughters to get COVID either, 
Um, I basically stayed in the bedroom. They brought the food and left outside the door. Anytime I had to go to the loo, I basically put on a mask and sanitized my hands and yeah. everything, etc., etc. But um, uh, it's not she, fun. It isn't. And Marianne sort of said, Look, you know, just please don't come out. You know, and I was like, fair enough, and I won't. And I didn't. Apart no. from oh. in the middle of the night when everyone got to bed, I'd sneak down, go to the wine. Uh, the drinks cabinet and get a bottle of wine and <gasps> and I actually do these midnight raids getting booze. Is that so, exciting? Is uh, it, it was great. Like, you like you so, know when you're like a kid and you creep downstairs yeah, to go and like raid yeah, the fridge yeah, yeah. for snacks. <laughs> so I did that and she still doesn't know unless she listens to this. But um, <laughs> busted. busted. So, well, when uh, you send me over the audio, I might have to have a cheeky little. Oh, what's this worth to you, eh? <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so that was that. Um, the other thing is, uh, you've probably all seen it on the page. Obviously, I did uh, bite-sized cinema with RJ. Uh, yeah, you we, did. Uh, and we talked about uh, the film uh, Bridge Too Far. Which is great. It was really good to talk about something completely different other than horror or anything dark. It's just a really like war film, but uh, really yeah. lo lovely guy and it's really, really good to talk to RJ him. is awesome. Yeah. I recorded with RJ. I haven't listened yes, to the episode. Did. I understand that you referenced my shambolic <laughs> attempts or our shambolic many attempts at recording. It took us like four times. Four times, I believe. Ridiculous, yeah. yeah. Um, and he hasn't invited me back. <laughs> No, <laughs> we were going to do something for actually for his 100 um, episode, but then like something came up and there was a whole thing and like, it's fine. I don't take it personally at all. RJ, I love you. Um, no, RJ is absolutely a great crack. He's such a good guy. And uh, his show, oh, his show is so great. Like it it's is. so much it fun. It's so chill. He also has another show called, so that shows uh, Bite Size Cinema. I pinned your episode to uh, our, our Facebook page, but please everyone right, go and yeah. check out his show anyway. You can find it in all your usual space, uh, places. He, he's, he's on Legion. He's on <clears> he is, he's through Legion, Legion yeah, run yeah. by Bo Ransdor, who in Coming Full Circle is my co-host in my other show. Um, and um, yeah, so we're all a little ancestral community here. Um, but no, RJ is great because he, he covers a wide variety of movies and his show's called Bite Size because they're supposed to be only about 20 minutes, half an hour long, just a quick run through and a bit of, you know, his two cents on the matter. But as the show's gone on and he has more and more guests and like those, those episodes do sort of tend to go a bit longer when he has guests on. But I think the shows that he still does like on his own, they, st they only run like still yeah. 20, 30 minutes. 20, so 30 minutes, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to crack something out like real just, oh, you know, I just got a quick drive or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like you just crack that on and it's boom, you're good. You're good. And he's got another show called The Mystery Vault, which is so cool. And it looks That's at like right, yeah. myths and legends and like conspiracy theories and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And um, it's really interesting. And yeah, I recommend people go and listen to his show. Uh, I can't believe I haven't recommended his show before. Oh, no, actually, I remember. Hang on. Sorry. I did have recorded with him twice because I recorded with him and Dan off podcast on Haunted Hill. Oh, he yes, Princess of course. Bride. Yes, yes. thank you. See, he doesn't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I am welcome on his show. It's okay. Yeah, and we, 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 uh, I've extended the offer for him to come come out on our oh, show, and he's going to take 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 us up on that. So it'd be he, great to have him. Absolutely, I hope he does. Yeah. yeah, it'd be really good to record with him again. Um, Definitely. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, so COVID and bite sized cinema. What else have you been up to? Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, did you want to even talk about a certain thing that we alluded to in the ah, last episode? Ah, yes. Ah, right. Okay. We're all very mysterious. Well, this was back, well, it started back in October. Um, or maybe, no, it's probably November. Basically, 
I was in the lounge and then I was talking to my wife and she was in the kitchen area and I can look through from the lounge into the kitchen area and she's just suddenly stopped in mid-sentence kind of looked downwards um, and she looked I don't know she just had this weird expression on her face Um, and then she kind of looked at me and I was kind of looking at her like going, you know, what the fuck's going on sort of thing. Right. Um, and then I said, oh, what's up? And she goes, oh, nothing, because Florence is there. I'll tell you later. Oh. Right. Because I haven't, you haven't really told me this full, oh, I know a bit what it's about, but you haven't told me all oh, of this right. stuff. Okay. So. so anyway, so we waited until Florence had sort of gone to bed and she basically sort of said, um, well, so this is weird. I was just talking to you. Um, and then I suddenly looked down, and there was a little boy. What? Stood next to me. Shut, shut up. And I was like, <laughs> right. Because uh, yes. neither of you were particularly like no, we, we, we're paranormal. No, nah, not not in the slightest, really. I mean, I, I'm not a skeptic, but I don't, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm kind of open to it, but. I don't know, unless I kind of see anything. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything, so I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Um, anyway, and I said, okay. And she goes, yeah, I saw this little boy, must be about five years old, very sort of smartly dressed in kind of, sort of as if, as if he was going to Sunday school type get up. Oh my gosh. Anyway, the, the boy had, dis- had gone. And I was like, oh, okay. And anyway, we left it. Anyway, again, she said she felt somebody tugging on on her shirt right in the kitchen she turned around and there was nobody there oh okay i don't like that i don't like it now this had this happened a few times to her only in the kitchen i was like what kind of like period of time are we talking like it covering like months or uh, days or um like within within like two or three weeks it right, so about within like sort of, a month. Yeah, it, it happened okay. about th- three times. Um, I mean, this house was built in 1965. Right. It was built on a an old Indian orchard. burial ground. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> really, no, it's actually built on an old orchard right next to um, uh, bloody the guy wrote uh, Winter of the Willows. Oh, uh, fuck! I can't remember. I know who you mean. What's his name? Brain's gone dead, as it normally does. I'm brain okay, ache. Let me have Graham. Uh, Christ. Wind in the. All right, type the... in. You type in, and I'll continue <coughs> talking. So, and, it, and it's quite next to like our village church as well. So we're. Um... Kenneth Graham, that's it. Sorry. Kenneth Graham. Kenneth Graham, of course. Yeah, that's Kenneth right. Graham. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and there's basically a stream that runs at the front of our house, uh, which is where Wind in the Willows is all. All done. Oh wait, hang on, wait, fuck off, hang on. So I've just registered what you said. You live on the orchard that was owned by Kenneth Graham. Yeah, his house. Yeah, basically. What? Uh, obviously, it was all sold off, and the houses were built. Still, uh, though, that's fucking cool. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it is anyway, because I love those stories as a kid. So not anyone else that might okay. be like, all right, love. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I was still going, right, okay, whatever, whatever. Anyway, I go in into the kitchen. This is mid-December right. uh, last year. And I was making some toast. 
and I get this pulling on my my shirt, and I'm turning around going, what the fuck? It was a Shut up, t- are you being serious? Like, really? Seriously, because it's true. And I turned around because I thought I'd caught my jumper on, on the on the grill or something like that. Uh-huh. And I was looking around like, what? There was nothing there. And I thought, what the fuck? And then I told Marianne, she was like, oh, oh, it's definitely, it's definitely there. Anyway, she has this colleague at work who's a, a sort of psychic and, you know. Like a medium. Yeah, and she basically said, well, look, obviously this person's latched onto you. And latched onto your family, it wants to be a part of your family. So you just have to put. Pro- you have to politely tell it to go away. No, right? tell him they'd be part of the family. Right. So anyway, oh. right. this is quite funny. Oh, Mar- Marianne funny. has another episode, right? Late at night. <laughs> I'm. I think I'm out at the pub or something. Obviously. <laughs> and she tells this little boy, or. or the spirit, it doesn't actually, isn't physically there, can't see it, but she feels him, and sort of says, you know, could you please go away, I have a family of my own, and they're not interested, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> a, well, well, get get this, a, a week later, I'm playing on the PlayStation, right? and I'm basically facing the TV, sat in the middle of the floor on a cushion, right, and I get this kind of feeling in this, <laughs> as if my T-shirt's being pulled, so, <gasps> I spun round. I was a bit drunk. Would you fuck off, right? I'm not <gasps> interested. I don't want you in here now. Fuck off. Matt! Right. He's never been back. <laughs> Matt, you are playing with fuck. Have you not seen horror films? No. <laughs> you do not piss off the spirit. Well, he's he's like, gone. Oh. He's gone. That he's poor gone. little boy. I cannot believe you told him to fuck off. Well, he did, we didn't want him here. We didn't want him here. That's horrible. I don't uh, come and have a cuddle. Oh, all right, well, I'll send him your way next time Fine. he appears. I'll, Fine, I'll... send him my way. He'll have a home. Okay, come you can on, have your own ghost. On, come on, baby boy. So that's that's it. That's my little story. I feel really sad about that. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <clears throat> he's all right. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He's, I mean, he's dead, so, you know, how worse could it be? <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> No? Uh, well, actually, I don't know. It could be a lot worse, to be fair. <clears throat> but never mind. It Anyways, it's fine. That's it's, so fucked up, though. Like, that's so mental. It's a bit weird. So, yeah, so we are believers now. Yeah. Which is pretty weird. Pretty weird. Yeah, see? And so, like, thinking back to the story that I told in our spooky season with the whole, like, you know, at the, at the graveyard and the mausoleum and that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like I'm in the Jamaica and stuff. Mm. Are you like, yeah, 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 see? yeah. See, see, see. Well, speaking of things creeping up behind you, guess what I did at work? Uh, you crept up behind somebody. I did. Oh as yes, ghost you did. Based. <laughs> as ghost faced, as ghost faced, ghost faced. Of course you did. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. So um, I have been put in charge of essentially. Um, uh, uh, it has an official name, but I can't say it because it will allude to which cinema I work for um, but it's essentially event cinema so whenever we have like um, like a, a big screening or say just like a like a, an anticipated movie or something yeah sure then we I, like basically I'm in charge of um, making it cool essentially like making it fun for our customers so they <clears throat> come in and they have a bit of an experience right because obviously cinemas are so bloody expensive like let's try and give them as much as we can for their money's worth so um, that has only sort of been um, handed to me just prior to Christmas. So um, my first one was Scream. 
Um, and I don't think they were too worried about Scream, but I'm like, if I'm doing this, I'm doing Scream. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and they were like, yeah, that's fine. It's like a nice one for you to sort of start off with because it's not like it's not like it's Spider-Man or something that I'm doing this for. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that's cool. So anyways, I did like a competition thing where um, I had like um, a table with this big black cloth on it and it had printed out, um, all laminated and all professional looking, like, what's your favorite scary movie? And it had a picture of Casey Becker from screen one. Hint, um, hint. Yeah, hint, hint. So basically people, and I had a little tombola and a little raffle. And basically uh, people who came into the screening um, got to be part of this competition where I would ask them, what's your favorite scary movie? Now it's a bit cryptic because obviously if people are just gonna answer with their favorite scary movie, that's not a competition, that's just an opinion poll. Um, yeah, so yeah. I was, I said to them like, there is a very specific answer. It relates to, it relates to Scream in the movies. Um, there are clues on this table, hint, hint, Casey Becker, hint, hint. Um, and basically just um, have a think about it. And I gave the clue, it always goes back to the beginning because that's the first time it gets asked and um, the answer yeah, is Halloween. Yeah, and it's yeah. really the only time until this last one, uh, it's really the only time I think that actually the question gets asked by the killer in, a, in that kind of way, where it's very clearly asking and an answer for a purpose, if that makes sense. Yeah. But obviously yeah. that question is so synonymous with the franchise anyway. So I thought that was kind of fun and people got really into it and people were probably oh, working good, it out. Good. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And nice. then when the actual screening was happening, oh, and at the end they got like, I, I put all the right answers in the tombola and then pulled out a, um, I pulled out one at random at the end in the foyer and then whoever won got like an exclusive um, like screen poster and um, a free popcorn next time they came in. Ah, so that was kind excellent. of cool. Um, so yeah, and then what I did was I dressed up in the Scream outfit. It wasn't the official one. We, I have no budget. <laughs> I have absolutely no budget for this. <laughs> so I have to kind of like go to my boss and like, oh, hey, can I just get a tenner off the company card to like, you know, do this? And then I have to justify it and all of this. And um, yeah, and so the we had this sort of like sh <laughs> shambles of an outfit put together. It's really cheap mask. It costs like yeah, two pounds. It looked all right. I thought it like, also, like it's like it's like just don't look at it too close. <laughs> the yeah. mask was uncomfortable; it kept scratching at my nose. I had to I put my 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 COVID mask on just to protect my nose. Um, and basically, when the opening titles of like Scream happens, it goes quite bright for those who haven't seen it yet. And so I was basically just lurking in the corner right next to the cinema screen, so I would then be like highlighted, and then I just sort of like creep out the side so people just be like you know like how he does the that quick swish thing like did you see it? yes you didn't? yeah yeah. so yeah, i kind yeah. of did that and then during um like there's one scene which um i because i would seen it i'd seen it on the first screening earlier the day and okay. it was partly so that i didn't catch on any spoilers but also so i could time exactly when the perfect moment is so that it wasn't going to pull away from any plot points wasn't going to ruin any big moments but it was gonna be during a scary, like tense bit and also as well lit as possible. So there was this perfect moment. And I basically came, cause we had like access from the back at the top of the screens, like behind the audience. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I came up through there and I was basically all in my get up and I basically just went down the, the down stairs the aisles. and just Brilliant. got all up in everyone's faces and I made everyone scream. And, it, and then people who hadn't noticed, they started screaming cause people started screaming cause it was a tense moment in the film. <laughs> 
and it was just it was great and everyone was like um really into it they all came out and they were having a really good time and like this one girl was just like you nearly had a cardiac arrest on your hand like as i was going down i heard her go um because i picked on her particularly because when she came forward to do the competition she was just like, there better not be any ghost, uh, like any ghost face or anything jumping out of me. No one better be really jumping out of me. Really, perfect target. And then I saw that she had an aisle seat, and I was like, <laughs> you're fucked. So um, I particularly went like in on her. And then as I was like going down the stairs, like leaving her alone, she was like, why would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes. Uh, so yeah, so that was really cool. So I might I post some some pictures up on my personal page, but. I'll post up a couple of pictures. Um, there's this really cute little video that me and my, my, one of my bosses did afterwards, um, which is just like a bit of a me slow, running in slow-mo in the gap. But it looks quite oh, cool. That's, it does look cool. It By the way, cool, right? What are the photos you can't put up, though? Cause it, it, yes, it, I, there I can't know, even be the Tombola stuff because it has our logo and name all over it. Mm, <laughs> but I can put the stuff about me and Scream and things on. So I'll, I'll, I'll put up what I can on it. And, um, and yeah, you have to use the imagination for the rest. But that was really cool. And I did something else for another like thing for like um another thing which i can't say because again it'll, it'll give away where i work but it but we put up on social media and it got and i just found this out yesterday it got social media post of the week oh wow yeah and like the person who like the the main branch that's sort of like the hub and in charge of this like event cinema type like thing though um, one of the things that they said and they're like um someone understood the assignment yeah really me. that was me i understood the assignment which doesn't happen often i'll be honest so, um, nice. well, well yeah done. so i was really proud so i just wanted to share with my horror buzz everyone was like really receptive to the post that i put up and stuff and like for those who aren't personal friends with me on facebook i can post some stuff up for you guys too because i think it's really fun and hopefully you guys will just kind of see the cool nerdy side of it <laughs> yeah awesome yeah, awesome but that's cool anyways right what are you drinking tonight my good friend uh, i old am sobery sober drinking a fine cup of tea nice what what brand what brand uh it is i can't remember what it is it's that uh bloody northern stuff oh yorkshire tea yorkshire tea i had a very good geez, my brain is is getting worse no that's all right honestly i can't remember things suddenly like uh, yeah that's brain freeze. It's like baby brain. It's exactly what baby brain's like. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah. I'm... Uh, Basic words just go out of your vocabulary. Devolving. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I called a sleeve like an... Uh, like an uh, what did I call it? Like an arm coat or something? <laughs> one time. Oh, yes, and it wasn't did. as if yeah. I was even like grasping uh, for straws. I legit thought that's what it was called. An and they're like, coat. do you mean a sleeve? It's <laughs> like, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, but yeah, yeah but, you know, no. Yorkshire tea. That's top Yorkshire tier tea. as well. Um, so, I have gone with an Irish coffee. Lovely. Yeah, I've gone a bit cosy because uh, it's been really cold today. It would not surprise me if it snowed overnight. Um, yeah, and uh, and I just thought I'd have something a bit cosy, but a little bit, bit a bit naughty because uh, I'm not working tomorrow. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, so I did it properly. I've got some Irish whiskey. I've got some Jameson, which I just happened to find. This is sort of also partly why because I was like, oh, I found a little bottle of like one of those like little mini gift bottles that you get like yeah yeah um so thought, miniature yeah like the miniatures um so yeah so i've, I've used that and things and i've got some whipped cream on it although that's mostly gone now um but yeah so i was going to read out a little bit of the um the jameson blurb so um i was partly i was going to think like should i do an irish accent and then i tried to and i was like nope um, <laughs> not doing that <laughs> um so triple distilled twice as smooth one of a kind 
Jameson Irish Whiskey is a blended Irish whiskey. That's, uh, hang on, wait. What's, what's that? We, hang on, let's reset that again. Jameson, <laughs> take two. Jameson Irish Whiskey is a blended Irish whiskey. What's that we hear you say? Well, first we take the best pots, wait, best of pot still and fine grain whiskeys. Come on. Then we triple distill them, not because we have to, because we want to, as it gives its, its this, who wrote this? This is terrible. Its signature smoothness. Finally, we age them in oak casks for a minimum of four years. Why do we do all that? Taste. That's why. Mm, obviously, fucking Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is really terrible. This. I was like, oh, really... wait, yeah, not because we have to, because we want to. Well, yeah, that's yeah, why. I that's mean, why that's it tastes like don't... it. Where it tastes. If you don't have to, but you do it anyway, mm. that generally is because you Fucking want to. Yeah, There's the two options here. Blurb person who's shooting. Yeah, what's that we hear you say? That's why I was getting confused. That's how we doesn't hear you say. Yeah. We don't mark. hear you say anything, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a blended Irish whiskey. Okay, cool. Nice. Well, that's terrible. Anyway, um, but the, the drink is nice, though. And Irish coffee is lovely. It, it is, is really nice and nice. smooth. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a little bit for later on just to carry on with the coziness. I've got some chocolate... Um, Irish cream liqueur stuff, um, which I'm going to have neat with some whiskey rocks. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway. Good stuff. Um, cool. So, was there anything else at all? Is there anything else on the uh, tables? Or not that I can think it? of. Me I neither. Me neither. Cool. So, if we get into buy it, rent it, bin it. Now, we've got a bit of a twist going forward, haven't we? Oh, we do indeed. We do. So, not only do we have, if you guys haven't noticed, new music in the background. Um, but also, we have got um, a little little bit of an addition to our Buy It, Rent It Binets, um, which I took inspiration from from our end of year. When Rat, Matt, Rat? Rat. <laughs> Just call me Rat, rat from now on. <laughs> Sorry. When Matt started reading out his reviews, that's why, because I was saying a lot of R's afterwards. Um, <coughs> Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Um, for, for films. So we thought rather than like what I thought might be quite cool, because you always see, I mean, we talk about it all the time, well, we don't, but like the community generally were like, have you seen this dumbass review? Or like, have you like, this guy clearly knows nothing. So we thought that um, we would find either our own reviews, because I thought that Matt's were really funny. Um, I don't know if anyone else did, but I did. Um, and <laughs> and I, my, I don't really write funny reviews. Um, <laughs> mine would tend to be more poncy. Um, but um, I thought I would just try and find like a random review, either good or bad, I reckon, but just kind of funny or just random or out there or something. And we would choose one of our Buy It, Rent It, Bin It movies and, and read out like a, a little review for it uh, for your listening pleasure and entertainment. So I hope you guys can get on board with it. Um, it should be quite fun. Yes. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yes. Yes, it, cool. yes, it does. Yes, yes. yes. Um, right, Matt, do you want to go first? With your first buy at Rent-A-Binet. Yeah, okie doke. Um, well, as it's uh, now into 2022 and mm -hmm. I was laid up in bed, I thought I would um, send out my carrier pigeon off down to the local blockbuster um, and let it choose a film at random. Um, oh, that's and, daring. <laughs> yeah, I, but I do love my uh, carrier pigeon. Uh, but on this uh, situation, um, I hate it. Um, it brought back a film... Uh, called the Amityville Rising. Oh no! Are these one of these these films that just crack on Amityville <laughs> just to get because it's not got any copyright. I am afraid so. I'm has afraid nothing so. to do with anything. It's got right? Well, it's 
it is based in Amityville. The oh. town of Amityville. So it literally could be filmed anywhere that they've oh, chosen to good. just to get the name. Brilliant. They just awesome. stuck a sign on there and go, hey, you, where are you from? I'm from Amityville. I'm from Amityville. Um, yeah, Jesus. I'd love to be from Amityville, just to be able to say that. Say that you are from Amityville. Yeah, well, me. you certainly wouldn't want to say that you're from uh, in this film because it is absolute fucking <laughs> shite. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, I, I mean, I, I am gonna. Well, no, there are people who who are gonna watch this, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, or maybe they won't. Really. Um, I can't. It's just basically there's an explosion and acid rain falls down only on this town, and because that's how rain works. And yes, exactly. And it <clears> just <throat> strangely turns people into zombies. Oh, shut up. Yeah, it does. Oh, shut no, did, up. Did you know this? Lo- what? Oh, it certainly does in Amityville. Um, and it only seems to happen around a police precinct <laughs> where... Oh, Jesus. The the script in this is... I, I, I literally... I mean, what the fuck were these people thinking when they're writing I this? I don't understand who greenlights this shit. Like, who read that script and gone, huh, yeah, that seems, that seems yeah, it's just legit. Some of the... Literally, some of the characters written into this thing were just like, what the absolute hell? Is this person redeeming things? Any any... point of this person being in this film other than to get killed? (laughs) It was just, honestly, one of the worst films I've ever seen. Um, and that was the, my first film of 2022, and I thought, oh, fucking hell. Hey, the only way is up, right? Uh, yeah. The only so, way is up. Well, I don't know, let's see on your next one and see if it goes up. That is the Amityville Uprising, I'm not going to say, because I'm sure there are people, diehards, who want to get their yeah, 2022 yeah. Well, numbers up and running, but I, Jesus. Also as well, like, I think, feel like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I like to hear what people think, because, you know, I like to just get an idea, but I will... If it's something that I want to watch anyway, I'll still watch it because I feel like, well, I want to make my own opinion. Even if I know that I'll probably hate it, I'll, I'll, I still might watch it just so that I can say I hate it and I've watched it. Like, I hate not having an opinion on. <laughs> I hate not having an opinion on something, guys. I don't know if you've noticed this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? Like, I, there's all very well and good going on. It's a shit film, but like, you can't really say that if you haven't seen it. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, so there might, might be some people like that who just want to tick it off so they can say that they've seen it and they can say unequivocally, shit. It is shit. It is shit. Oh, so did you shoot your, your pigeon down then? Uh, carry a pigeon I, I ate it. You ate it? <laughs> I ate it because it was So no more oh. carry a pigeon oh. and no oh, more well. Amityville Uprising. Yeah. No so more ghost a, either, so that's a fucking bin it. That's a binet, yeah. I was just, you know, just to clarify, it's a binet, and that clarify. was Amityville Uprising. The Amityville Uprising. Brilliant. All right. Well, um, my first one is not from this year. Um, it is from two years ago, but um, mm. I, it's been one that has been on my list for so damn long, and I, um, I just, I've been trying to find it in, and you know, do something a little bit more updated than Blockbuster. Um, okay. And I finally just screwed the boot. No, screwed the. That's not the phrase, is it? Bite the bullet on it. Screwed the bullet. Screwed the bullet. Oh, oh no. Oh, way up. Also, there is there is also a toy called the bullet. Yes, there is. It. Yeah. Oh, that, you know this, do you, Matt? Mm-hmm. I do. Screw <laughs> oh. the bullet. Screw the bullet. Right. Well, anyways, that's not 
Anyway, so... It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking brain right now, fuck. Um, yes, film. I watched it and I thought I'd just go and I'd just buy it, basically. Um, and um, Where is spoiler it? alert, I'm glad that I did. Uh, and it's Gretel and Hansel from 2020. Ah, ah, right. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah, I yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is this is ticking all my boxes. This is very much a Kate film. I, I thought it would be your kind of thing. It's a fairy tale retelling. It's got a feminist angle. It's got a, like the oh my god, oh my god, the cinematography on this film. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, it's so good. Um, it's, it, I could, I, any time I paused it, because I did pause it because, um, like, Ava woke up or I was trying to get another drink or something, so a couple of times I paused it, and every time I did, it was just glorious. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really well acted, it's a really cool take on the sort of story that we all know, um, and it has a really kind of cool ending, it's, it's very, um, it's very, I don't want to say slow because it makes it sound bad. It's very intriguing, but it is slow. It's, a, it's an art housey slow burn, but I think it that is. the you take is worth it. But if it's not, that's not your thing, don't watch it. Well, it's interesting. I just look at my review and I, and I basically say, I agree totally with what you're saying. And I'm basically saying is my issue with it was that it was, although it's 90 minutes long, it does drag on a bit. Um... And the problem is, you know what what's going to happen. Does that make sense? Mm, because yeah, everybody, you, well, you kind of know the story. You know that, yeah, you know some things that happen, but I would argue you don't know everything. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair but enough. Um, I, I mean, I, this is what I mean. I understand why it would be slow for some people, but I was just so taken in by all the imagery and... I was just excited the whole time. I just wanted to see where we were going to go next and what we were going to do next and what I was going to see next. Um, so it it wasn't slow for me, but I can see why it would be slow for some people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, it was it just ticked all the boxes. Like, I wouldn't change a thing about this film. It was a strong-ass, firm buy it from me. And I did before I'd even bought it because I knew I was going to love it. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah. absolutely awesome. Right, good shout, good shout. Nice, nice. What's your next one? Uh, my next one is... A film from 2017. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's on Prime. I basically, whilst I was sat in bed, I thought, God, I need to clear my Prime list. Yeah. And I, and I always like to work at the back because they're the ones that like to get... been on the longest and... Yeah, likely to get, likely to get, get removed or anything. Oh, yeah, okay. it's really shit how Prime do that because I've got so many that I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm going to oh, go watch that watch now. That. It's oh, like, no, oh, it's I rent gone. it for like five quid. And I'm like, no, I don't no, want to. So delete that off, off the list. <laughs> Yeah, get that rid of that one. <laughs> um, well, this one's called Hostile. Have you heard mm. of this one? Mm. It's basically so like... I just took a drink. No, I haven't. Uh, <clears throat> Post-apocalyptic um, type scenario where this woman's kind of driving around in a truck and she's basically collecting stuff going you know she's getting bits and bobs to take back to camp does right. that make sense you know mm -hmm. she's uh, salvaging stuff but there's clearly something else is out there and you don't quite know what it is um and she kills a few of these things again you don't see what they are but then she's on her way back to camp and she loses uh, a photograph of her and her, 
her husband uh, mm. out, out the window of the truck. And in doing so, she crashes her truck. Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know how you would manage to do that, but she did. Um, so now she's stuck with a, like, a fucked up leg uh, in this truck. And of course, it's turning to night time. Oh. And there's things out there. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I wanted to like the film because I thought the actress was pretty good. Uh, you wanted to like the film? I wanted to like the film. I wanted okay, to yeah. like it, but uh, it, it started off really well. I thought, oh, this is going to be quite good fun. Well, not fun, but it's going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to enjoy this. But I didn't. That's really shame. That's a shame. Because I was just like stuck in this. She was just stuck in this truck. Oh right. And I was like, oh god, no! Come on, she's got to get out and then do something. But no, we'll fit with a radio and we'll do this, we'll do that. And I was just, oh no! And it just, yeah, for three quarters of the film, it's just her in this truck. And I'm not a fan <laughs> of. Single, you know, single. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, are you a fan of single location? Films? No, I'm not, not at all. Right, at all. Um, not even phone booth. Phone booth. I've not seen it. Oh, it's so good though. Uh, not, not seen it. Um, what about buried? Which, which? Buried with Ryan Reynolds, where he's like. I've not seen that film. either. See, I, mm, yeah, those two are really good. I might, I might have to put them on that. Like, See, point. the only other th kind of situational things. It was that film Frozen. I was talking to this oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other day. It's That's kind of like a situation where they're stuck there and you're just yeah, like in that position. Mm. I really didn't like that. And there's another new one, which I know Duncan really liked, where they are in, in their bathroom expecting a um, like a tornado or something, but there's like this catastrophe going on. And then they're just kind of arguing in the bathroom and they're stuck in there and they can't go out the door. I can't remember what the hell it's called. Oh, bollocks it. Yes, I watched it I last year. What uh, mean? And I can't think of it uh, Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people liked it, but uh, again, I, I just yeah, don't like... Yeah, I think like... Bo and Jamie were talking about it as well. Yeah, I think, but well, people like... I, I well, remember. yeah, people really rated it. I just don't like that when they're stuck in one place. I, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. it is. Anyway, uh, so this is hostile. I got very bored with it. Um, I mean, it's... It's what okay. about Pontypool? Uh, uh, Pontypool, uh, I suppose they were stuck in the radio station, uh, but there was other stuff going on. Okay. Uh, yeah, I suppose, no, no, I, I enjoyed Pontypool. Okay. I reckon but, you'll like Phone Beast. Okay. Okay. Anyway, carry on. Uh, but anyway, uh, Hostile, uh, it, it, okay, it was okay. It was okay in my eyes. Uh, it's a rent it. Hmm. That's all right. I thought it was going to be another bin it. No, I, I wouldn't bin it, but okay. yeah. All right, cool, Rent. cool. Um, so we are inching closer to this year. We've got um, a, t a film from 2021 for me. And that is, it's on Netflix. Um, and <clears throat> I think it's a Netflix movie, actually. So I'm pretty sure Ooh. this should just be on Netflix. Uh, and it's with Jake Gyllenhaal and actually a whole bunch of other people who I didn't <gasps> realise were in it because it's just their voices, but Ooh, it's The Guilty. Ah, I heard Scott and Liam talking about this today. Oh, I haven't got around to listen to All that. All right, yes. Yet. Welcome back, gentlemen. Yes, welcome back, Scott and Liam. Um, yes, I will listen. Don't worry, guys, I will listen. I just haven't. Actually, I'm I've got a bit to. of a drive on Wednesday, so I'll probably listen then. Um, 
Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, watch The Guilty. So this kind of gave me, well, apparently it's a remake anyway. Um, and it also gave me vibes of like The Call with Halle Berry, Halle Berry, even, sorry, from um, yeah. a few years back. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It is, but it is still quite different. It's kind of a similar setup in terms of you've got a 911 operator who gets a call about um, someone being kidnapped, right? And they have to kind of like help them from their desk. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, but then after that, it really does kind of take a different route um, from the call. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is obviously awesome in it. Um, and, you know, it's this is, this is a single location film. Okay. And um, all you get is what's on the other side of this this phone. And he's calling around other departments and he's trying to help this person and he's not really getting any cooperation and he's getting more and more frustrated. And there's this whole kind of backstory with him going on. He's kind of been given desk duty because he's a cop. Um, and yeah. there's this whole other thing going on, which I won't go into, um, but it's, I can't remember how long it's on for, but it didn't feel long. I know that much. And um, it's a really fast paced movie. Like there's no messing around. It's like two minutes and we're boom, we're in. Yeah. Um, and it really plays with its audience. Um, and you think you're following one narrative and then boom, you, you realize that you're following a different narrative. And then it's just, there's a whole kind of lots of twists and turns. But it's done really, really well, and um, I was very surprised with actually how much I liked it. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's, as I say, it's got a really strong cast of people. Um, let me just have a quick look, because I can't remember offhand who's in it. Um, obviously, other than Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> um, Ethan, Ethan Hawke, Riley Keough. Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, Peter um, Skarsgård. Yeah, blah, blah, that's blah. right. Um, yeah, good cast. Vidal and, good yeah, cast. it's got a really good cast, and um, but pretty much everyone apart from Jake Gyllenhaal is um, it's just a voice. So it was only afterwards when I was looking through the IMDb's I was like, oh my god, what? Oh yeah, Paul Dano's in it as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's really good, and that is a buy it from me. Uh, well, Ooh, you know, that's good. If you do on Netflix, yeah, it, I do recommend it. It's not the most this all like turn your world inside out film, but. If you've got some time to kill and you want something that's fast-paced and gripping and will keep you kind of like hooked, could could do a lot worse for sure. Oh, good stuff. I, yeah. I it is on my list of films to watch. I didn't get around to it only because I'd heard one person say that it was shit or it was boring, so I didn't I didn't watch it. I, oh, I well, just... I, I would be interested to see what you think because it is a single location film, but I think that there's enough going on there. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. No worries. So that's the guilty. Yeah. Guilty. Well, um, this is my last one. Uh, the carrier pigeon was still alive at this point, um, and it <laughs> went down to my local blockbuster and brought me back another random film. And this one was called The Arctic Void, aka Civil Twilight. <laughs> see where they changed the name. Yes. I think I've that? heard of The Arctic Void. I think I have heard of that. And that's probably because I told you to watch it. Oof, oh, give it away, give it away. Ooh. Yes, yes that's so, right. Yes, you did. That's exactly what I heard that's of exactly it. Exactly what, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, this film, uh, directed by Darren Mann, uh, has come out this year. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I'll just give you, a, I'll give you the brief synopsis, probably, probably best thing to do from IMDb. Yeah. Um, uh, read all, blah, blah, blah. When, 
when the power mysteriously fails uh, and almost everyone vanishes from a small tourist vessel in the Arctic, fear becomes the master of three who remain. Forced ashore, the men deteriorate in body and mind until the dark truth emerges that compels them to ally or perish. Oh, that does sound good. Hmm. Sounds yeah, interesting. I think that gave away a bit too much there. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like this. Um, only because I, having watched up at this stage four films in 2022 and they've all been shite, I just <laughs> like, oh dear, carry a pigeon. Uh, you are going to die on this one. Um, but no, it didn't. It survived. Um, until it, the I, next one. I, until the next film, which is shite. Uh, yeah, it, it just, it, I just like the mystery behind it all. Mm. You know, what the fuck's going on? Um, you know, and, and I, I really invested in the characters. I really like the yeah. characters. They were... I like the the way they're interacting, you know, amongst themselves. Um, it's, it seems very natural, um, and I just like the way it was. It was kind of, you know, how it was done. I like the storyline. It was really good, um, and yeah, and I like the ending. I like, I like the the outcome. Uh, I thought it was really good. So yeah, I can't really say much else because obviously it's just come out. Uh, it's uh, horror. Yes, it, it does have its horrific elements of sorts. I would say it's more sort of sci-fi thriller, really. Cool. Yeah, the guilty isn't a horror. It's um, it's it's a thriller. It's definitely got real dark aspects. I would actually, if anyone is uh, is triggered by child peril, um, I would, mm, yeah, I would I would just go in with caution. Um, you don't see anything, as I say, everything's sort of on the phone, but um, it definitely paints a picture and it's pretty disturbing. Um, but uh, but yeah, I would say it's much more of a thriller than than a okay. horror. I wouldn't, I, right. I, I, that, you know, if we were doing an end of year list with it on, I would be putting it in our sort of dark umbrella list as opposed to our okay. Flat out uh, fair enough, fair enough. So, yeah, uh, yeah, cool. Okay, so Alrighty. yeah, so that was the. That's uh, a buy it. It's a buy it for me. Arctic void. Arctic void, nice. Yes, I do remember, and um, yes, I will check that out. Um, cool. So my last one is probably no surprise. Um, Saving uh, the best till last. Well, I don't know. Actually, it's probably. I know what it is. Yeah, I think everyone knows what it is. <laughs> and that is Scream Woo! 2022. Woohoo! Um, and yeah, I saw the earliest screening I possibly could, as I said earlier. And I hadn't watched trailers. I hadn't. I'd, I'd specifically avoided as much as I could. Um, and so I went in relatively green and I came out grinning from ear to ear. Like, ah, brilliant. I was so happy. It's not perfect. There are, there's one or two things that I have like a bit of a gripe about, but okay. which probably is it, it, I, you know, if I'm going to do this on the letterbox scale, which I have done, um, it's a 4.5 as opposed to a wow, 5. Wow, wow. But it's not. It's definitely one of the best sequels. It's like up there with number two. Excellent. Um, good, good. And number two was my number two, by the way, before I saw this one. And um, it's, it does everything that you expect from a screen movie. It pulls the punches where it needs to. It, um, it does meta on a really beautiful scale because it, it does it differently to how we've seen okay. in the other films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's 
I, I feel like it, a lot of people find it predictable, but I feel like I, it, it played with its audience as well because I feel like this. I feel like Scream as a as a as a as a whole, like whoever gets involved with it, knows what their audience expects. And so for me, I know that they know what their audience expects. So it's a real kind of like, you know, um, uh, not double sucker. What's the uh, like? What's the really, What's the fucking Reverse psychology. There we go. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so what are so we going like, there? So it's just like, oh, wait, is it that person? Wait, hang on. No, are they going to predict that I think it's that person? So maybe it's not that person. Maybe it's this person. You know, like, that's what yeah, I was doing yeah. in my head. I see. Um, not everyone did do that. Like, a lot of people have sort of been like, oh, I knew it was, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I knew who it was, but I could have literally said that about any of the... Like, anyone right, who turned it out okay. to be, I'd be like, oh, I knew it was them because I'd had the thought about pretty much everyone. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. They, got, they had some really, really lovely um, sort of throwbacks and homages and Easter eggs and stuff for, like, the, especially the first film. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's really, really... It's a, it's a Scream fan... Sorry, it's a Scream film for the Scream fans. Good, 100%. yeah, yeah. But it's also very enjoyable for people who haven't seen or aren't so knowledgeable or aren't maybe okay. a flat and flat horror fan. Yeah. Had some people come into it saying that they've never at work they've never seen any of the other screams, and I've gone like, oof, okay. But then they've come out and they're like, yeah, that was great. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like I, oh, all right, I wouldn't have expected that, but great, good. I'm glad. Yeah, okay. um, so yeah, uh, that in case you can't tell is a is a buy it from me, nice. and I recommend everyone go and see. If you're a fan of the originals, uh, or even just the first original, even if you hated all the other sequels, I would recommend go and see this. Yeah, nice. Sure. I, I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't seen it yet. So I know because you've been pent up, isolated. But yeah. go out and see but it will, as soon as you can, will, mate. Yeah. <clears throat> it's worth seeing at the cinema for sure. For sure. Nice. Um, but yeah, um, so we're going to get onto our little review section. Um, okay. for our bite rent beers. I want to go first. Go for um, it. And it's for Scream. Now, this is not my review. As I say, my review is not really that funny. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this is one that I pulled off IMDb. Uh, this is a one out, one star out of ten. One out of ten? <laughs> one out of ten. Bloody hell. <laughs> the title goes, Worst Movie of the Franchise by Far. And this was left on the 14th of January this year. Uh, so, the day it came out. <laughs> okay. Uh, this movie is an abomination, a Ooh. disgrace, an insult, a slap in the face to Wes Craven and each and every fan of the series. Oof. It's unbelievably bad. Ooh. I haven't been this angry walking out of a movie in a long time. Ooh. This guy's even finished it. <laughs> um, I, it literally feels as if we're watching a stab movie, not a scream movie. Oh. It's a joke. Yeah. See what <laughs> I've done there. Yeah, I see what they did there. Uh, it's a joke. A farce, the cheapest of imitations. Please just let this dead horse of a franchise die. It's beyond time. Ugh, just atrocious filth. Oh, God. So, <laughs> this person is it was clearly a fan, or were they? Or well, a dead, yeah. de dead horse of a franchise? Yeah, I think they were probably were fans and then they just feel just like suddenly... they just about stayed there welcome and oh, then this dear. is the final straw. I don't know, like... I just also as well. It's just like he walked out. It's like you're make, you're basing this whole opinion on half of a film. Oh dear. What was the name yeah. of the uh, reviewer? Are we allowed uh, to say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on the internet. Um, Big Papa pumped. <laughs> Big Papa. Papa pumped. pumps CTs. Oh. I don't know. Like Big Papa pump CT. 
I don't know what the fuck what the CT stands for. <laughs> but I feel like they're CT. overcompensating. <laughs> Cunt. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do feel like they're overcompensating though. Big Papa Oh, pump. Jesus Christ. Pump. Pump. Oh, big Papa, you need to, uh, yeah. You need to chill out, yo. Yeah, relax. <laughs> relax. relax. Um, yeah, so have you got a cheeky review? Is this, well, one, is this your review? No, no I'm not going to do mine. I, You're not going to do yours? No, okay. I, having described the film, I've pretty much said exactly the same sort of thing. Oh, uh, right, I've this got is, a um, what this is for then. <laughs> this is Amityville Uprising. Uh, <laughs> this is a review by somebody called Yah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's very uh, to the point. Uh, this okay. person gave it half a point out of five. Half a point? Is yeah. this from Letterboxd? This is from Letterboxd. Um, yeah. My dead turtle would be better actor than any of these people. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. <laughs> nice that's one, yeah. Uh, and I totally yeah. agree. Succinct. I like it. Probably not wrong either from no, what you said. No, it's yeah. utter, utter shite, but there we go. Yeah. There you go. There you go, there Big Pub. That's how you do a review. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. Right. Um, so, what is going on in the world of movie news? Matt? Movie news. Well, did you know that Ski. Uh, Skeven? Skeven. Skeven Ting. Stephen King. <laughs> what is happening? I can't speak. Stephen King. Oh, oh <laughs> Stephen King. Who's this guy? What's yeah, he done? Stephen King is doing a I reboot. I've got his name mixed up too as well. I've barely heard of the guy. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Stephen King is doing a reboot <laughs> of The Children of the Corn. Is he? Yes, did you is know that? Is this the Teapot's fucking curse again? Oh, God, Fuck really? Life. Every time, every time Podcast Under the Stairs does like a... a franchise review or something it that it comes up in the news somehow i swear to uh, fucking god because well, they just did children of the corn didn't they they did it just before christmas yeah i believe so <sighs> teapot's curse at it again uh, oh, is he right so what's Stephen king got to do with this beyond he rose well it? here we go uh one of the first uh, movies to film during the early days of the pandemic back in 2020 kurt wimmer's new take on stephen king's Children of the Corn has seemingly dropped off the radar completely in recent months, with no release debt uh, date set at this time. It's been damn near an entire year, uh, year since we last heard a peep about the movie, which was apparently released in just two locations in Sarasota, Florida back in 2020. Right, okay. It's the 11th overall instalment in the long-running Children of the Corn franchise, and whenever it's released... It'll be the first movie since John Gulliger's Children of the Corn Runaway in 2018. Right, I'm going to have to stop it here. What the fuck is actually happening here? See, I thought... <laughs> I, I haven't read this through previously before uh, reading it out. <laughs> now, I thought there was only one Children of the Corn film. No, there's loads. There's like oh, a whole ton. Fuck me. So this is just somebody else going right. Well, let's just let's do let's the original. Just hop on this bandwagon. Yeah, I think it's a reboot. Oh, fucking fuck my life. <laughs> I don't. I don't I, yeah, I don't want to even read this. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's just annoying me. Um, anyway, I will continue to read it because I'm sure the the listeners are the fans, really inclined. The fans. The fans. Kurt Wimmer. 
Kurt Wimmer, for those who don't recognise his name, is the director of films including the Christian Bale starring Equilibrium and the Mila Javovich starring Ultraviolet. Children, oh, the, okay. Children, of the, Children of the Corn is his first movie since 2006, though he did more recently oh. write films including the law-abiding citizen, whoa, Sagas, oh. Salt, Total Recall and Point Break, as well as the 2020 horror movie Spell. Never heard of that. <laughs> Uh, Alright, okay, so he's not been completely out of the loop. He is. decided to take like a 17 year break or whatever and just be like, you know what, guys, I feel like I'm just going to get back into it. Um, I'm leaving all of that in, by the way, Matt. Um, That's fine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay, he's, so he's been writing stuff. What was his name again? Kurt, cause I, Kurt Wimmer. Kurt Wimmer, I'm just having a look. Wimmer, just put, take an S off Swimmer and you got Wimmer. Right. Got you. Oh yeah, Kurt Wimmer, there he is. I just brought up the IMDb, because I always have the IMDb pages up for our films. Uh, yeah, he's right there. Oh, fair play. Although in fairness, as we'll find out in the trivia, he, w he wasn't the only person to have a hand in that script. So. Ah. Even though he is the only sole credit, uh, like writing credit, he is not the only person. Okay. For, for those of you who don't know about Children in the Corn, uh, apparently this has got very little to do with King's novel. Great. Yeah. Uh, a psychopathic 12-year-old girl in a small town in Nebraska recruits all the other children and goes on a bloody rampage, killing the corrupt adults and anyone else who opposes her. I mean, no. <laughs> okay. No? It's not just one kid. It's like, it's like all the kids. Well, well, like... No, no, no. She, 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 gets, she gets other kids involved. Oh, she does? Oh, okay. Yeah, she does. All right. Okay. Well, I guess. We'll see. Okay. Uh, moving on, because that was shit. Um... <laughs> Uh, promising young woman, filmmaker, filmmaker, Emerald Fennel. His next movie yeah, is name. shooting I'm soon. I'm in. You're in already. I knew. I'm you in. Well, I knew you'd like this news, so I kind of done it for you, really. And oh, wow. and any other fans of promising young woman, Lance Lacey Lou. Lacey Lou. There we go. They're all coming um, out of the woodwork. Sabrina and also and Jamie. Sabrina and Jamie. And wait, there's lots of others. Oh God damn! Who else? There's another one. And it's just one. <laughs> Lots of people. This is I'm a sorry. Bo type film. He would like this, wouldn't he? Oh, Bo does like there this. There we go. See? Bo as well. There's someone else as well I'm thinking of. I'm sorry I've forgotten you. I, I did like <laughs> it, but I'm not as high as everybody else. I love it. Okay. Uh, fresh off the Oscar nominated revenge movie Promising Young Woman, we've learned today that writer director Emerald Fennel is gearing up to begin shooting her next movie. Variety reports that Fennel's new movie will be a story of obsession, which sounds like mm. it could potentially fall somewhere in the horror thriller genre, but that's all we know for now. The site, mm -hmm. the site adds, Fennel is currently meeting with actors to cast for the top secret project and plans to begin filming this summer. Fennel is writing, directing and producing the film. The project is coming courtesy of MRC Film with Lucky Chap in talks to produce. We'll report more as we learn it. We learn it. Stay tuned. We learn it. Says John Squires. My mate excited. John Squires. So yeah. I'm very excited. I am I am so happy right now. I am smiling a lot. Nice. See, that's good. See, I knew yeah. you'd like that. I do, I do. I like it a lot. Uh, what else? And there was only one other thing which I thought was uh, no... Actually, no, just quickly... Just to state, uh, for those of you who didn't know, Sundance Festival is currently on at the moment. 
So oh, good. Um, I tried to have a look. The website's utterly shy. And I got so annoyed, so I turned it off. Um, no, it's for all the rich people who have their assistants to do it for them. Oh, did they? I don't know. I made that up. What? Okay. Uh, now, where I is imagine this? so. You imagine so. Well, you're absolutely right. <laughs> what normal people go to the Sundance, for Christ's sakes? That's like a celebrity one, isn't it? No, nah, but it's, it's all online. Oh, what? Yeah, so that's what I mean. You can you basically choose a film that you want to watch and then, uh, yeah, you can stream it wherever you f- like. The fuck? I did... Yeah. But the I pro- always assume like Cannes and Sundance and stuff are just not for us common peasant people and they're for like the rich people. No, 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 no. No, I mean, you can go out there and, and see it, but no, no, it, it's for everybody. But especially online. Um, I mean, the website was just really fucking annoying. Uh, I tried to look at it twice today because I thought, oh, fuck, I've missed out. But you've got, by the sounds of things, you've had to have booked your tickets in advance Yes, for, for films that you want to see and there's yeah. a limited number which I thought was ridiculous uh, well it means because if there isn't then it's just a release then isn't it but it's only on for a limited time yeah but they have the festival run before they have the cinema yeah, run if right. anyone gets to okay. see it on the internet no one will go to the cinemas and they won't make any money maybe okay. not as much anyway yeah I suppose I suppose yeah Anyway, so that was that just... That is now part of my bucket list, though, that I want to go, when I'm rich, to, to Cannes. Or Sundance. No, Sundance. Okay. Sundance. Nice. Do it. Celeb spot. You need to Not do it. I'm mainly to celeb spot. So you're going to set up an OnlyFans account? <laughs> this okay. is all going to be my private collection. Ah, oh, right, okay. Yeah. Right, mo- <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, lost my train of thought. Ben Wheatley's The Meg sequel begins filming in the UK this month. Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. Are they, are I, they just for this? I just kind of wanted to, yeah, I wanted to hear people's responses. You liked the first one, didn't you? No. Did you? No, you didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. I haven't seen the first one. It's, 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 all, it's all right. It's just, it's too much of an action movie. I mean, I think okay. the original script... It was going to be really quite gory and more of a, a shark movie, proper shark movie. But yeah. then they were like, no, let's fucking do a more With of an action Jason movie. Jason Statham, Jason fucking <laughs> Statham. <laughs> uh, what's your beef with, what's your beef I with don't, I, Statham? I don't like him. I don't like his films. I think he's a fucking idiot. What about Snatch? No. <gasps> you shut your whole no, mouth. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like him. I just don't like it. Oh, it's the same shit. Just a different fucking script. Yeah, but in Snatch, it was like his first... First shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's his first... Actually, hang on, Snatch, Snatch. Oh, no, that's the uh, that's the one with... Um... Oh, no, I do like Snatch. I was going to fucking say. How the yeah, fuck sorry. do you like Snatch? Jesus, what were you thinking of? Were you thinking of Snatched? I was thinking that one where he's, he chews, like, a tablet and then he has to do something before. Oh, no, that's... Fucking, that was like one of his like first films. Crunk, not crunk, fucking crank. Crank, yeah, not spank. <laughs> wank, wank. It was oh, wank. No. It was shit. So uh, I haven't seen it, but I think that was like probably maybe a bit of a cash Okay. Out. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, Jason Statham. I'm not a fan. Um, okay. And and you haven't seen the make, have you? No. Um. I for no real reason. I do kind of want to. Um, I, I just I can't marry up in my head a film like what I I mean oh, as I say I've not I've not seen it but from what I've heard a film like The Meg and Ben Wheatley I don't 
I don't get it. <laughs> oh, well, well, this, yeah, this is the, the second part of the conversation. Now... Yeah, I think this is mainly people's reactions, just like, huh? Like, it's not necessarily uh, people have been going, like, good or bad. It's just just sheer confusion. You know, we're all of the women trying to work out the math algebra mm. equations. And the, you for, know, for, like, for, for those of you who don't know who Ben Wheatley is, I'm mm -hmm, sure you probably mm. do, but if you don't... Uh, some people won't, though. Some people uh, won't. He did such films such as Kill List, uh, A Field in England, High Rise, uh, In the Earth... Yeah, which was it was my number two. It was? Of my top ten horror. Rebecca... Yep. Did I say Sightseers? Yeah. No. Um, no, no, I don't know if he did. Sightseers is quite a good fun. And he did... He did... What's the other one? What's that first one he did? Fuck, what's it called? About the family family get together <clears throat> and there's all like really fucking tense and hmm. oh fuck it what's this first fucking film not sure we are on the ball ladies and gentlemen we are firing on all cylinders i don't we know are, as usual it doesn't matter i'm gonna look at it, it doesn't matter it's okay well you here. come back all right um so yeah they, they start filming uh at the end of january so it'll be interesting to see what happens i, I, th I think it is i mean Down Je Terrace. Did you say that one? I didn't. Yes, Down, Down Terrace as well. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, but J Jason Statham's going to be back. So he's going to be doing... So, oh, spoiler. Uh, he survives the first one then, presumably. God. Um, I guess he did. <laughs> I'm busting your spoiler. guy. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't he, care that much. He's going to be back. Um, oh, my God. Sorry. Can we just... This chocolate, like... Cream Irish liqueur is so fucking good. I'm gonna get wet. Oh god, crikey, going mm, for it. That's going down way too easy. Crikey. Um. But, anyway, so. But anyway, it's gonna have a big budget. Um, yeah, of course it will. It's basically. I mean, did you know the Meg made 500 million worldwide? That's quite a lot. It's a for that massive sort of film, amount, isn't it? It's a massive amount. Five hundred million. We're talking yeah. like Marvel movie money. Worldwide, it's a lot. So, there we go. That's why yeah. they got in Ben Ben Wheatley to do it. I do you know what? I think that it might be all right with Ben Wheatley. I do. I see. I'm 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 a bit hot and cold with his films. Uh, I loved Kill List. Hated The Field in England. Mm -hmm. um, in the Earth, I was pretty mid midway, but I need to watch. Well, sightseers. I imagine you'd like sightseers. Sightseers is very funny. I did, did yeah, funny. it is very funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, Duncan. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that one. Yeah. But, um, did you like High Rise? I haven't seen it. It's a trip and a oh, half. Is it? Crikey. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's probably his weirdest film. In fact, no, it's definitely his weirdest film. Mm. Like, yeah, probably. Apart, even weirder than The Feel of England. Not as abstract. Well, no, it is abstract. <clears throat> I mean, it's not... Uh, it's nothing like A Field in England. It's just... it's it, There's method within the madness. There's logic within the lunacy, you know? Okay. But it's still fucking is chaos. It, is it tri trippy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course oh, it yeah. is. It's Ben Winley, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I just um, I wonder how he's going to bring that into the Meg. This to... is why I'm quite excited. This is why I'm like, huh? But also very intrigued. I think maybe somebody might get the bends and start hallucinating. How about that? There's there's my theory. That's a good theory. You heard it here first, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Lay down your bets. Yeah. So anyway. Deliver your money. <laughs> that's... Actually, I might go to the bookies with that. 
is them. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's not going to be a booky thing. Is yeah, that? it is. You, you can you can go to somebody and say, right, I, I reckon this will happen in the film. Here's... I'll take it a five. Yeah, let's do it. So we do a five each? I'm going to go in and see see what they say. Yeah, all right. All right let's do it. Well, yeah, all right, let's do it. Okay. Oh, my God. So, right, on side, on side note, real quick story, but it's relevant. So my mate at work, her mate, right, put on something like 20 quid on the footy, and it was that someone, some like an outcome that was very unlikely i can't remember who what or why but it was an outcome that was very unlikely and it happened and he won 10 grand oh nice it was like a player that's normally shit and he he won that's the way he to like do scored it. something and he scored a very particular score and he won like 10 grand put down 20 quid as a joke because he was like that's never gonna happen because this guy's fucking shit nice and it fucking grand. happened and he won 10 grand by accident nice that's the way to do it I was really jealous. I'm take a punt, lie. take a punt. Could do with 10 grand right now. So yeah, if you want to put down five each on this, I'll go Let's go do it. it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Nice. All right. Okay. Cool. So that's that's the movie news. Again, it's a bit shy. That's all right. We've got some good chat. We've that's all that matters. Banter. Right. Straight into Bargain Bin. Let's just churn through these bad boys. Yay. Everybody's favourite. Uh, everyone's favourite. Everybody's favourite. In Italy, uh, the original Exorcist for €6.70. Eee, that's good, isn't it? It is good. Uh, in Germany, we have... My Yorkshire came out then. Eee, that's Eee, by cool. Eee, Saw 2 for €5.99. That's right, I like that film. That's in Germany. Uh, and Zombieland Double Tap is also at that price at €5.99. That's really good. That's such a funny film. That's a bargain. That is a bargain. It is a bargain. Uh, pretty short on the European vibes. Uh, Australia. Now, I don't know what the exchange rate is like, but this is like... It's not great. This is what the cheapest I could get from, from Australia. Uh, old. The film Old. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, $18 Aussie dollars and 99 cents. That's a new release, though, isn't it? Because that was it only is. last year. But it's, it, so that doesn't surprise me. It's a massive reduction, though, by all accounts. Well, yeah, they're, they, they, the dollar to the pound is, like, it's expensive if we were to go on holiday there. Yeah, okay. I don't know which way around. I never know if I, like, how to phrase it, some shit. But, like, basically, we would need to take a lot of money to have a holiday in Australia. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair enough. That makes sense. It does make sense. Okay, good. <laughs> don't go, don't go to Australia currently. Yeah, whatever. It's always like that. Whatever. Oh, like unless you're unless you're not broke, but okay. I'm perpetually broke. So. Ah, oh, that's not good. Don't. That's because right, I'm a mum. Should... Oh, come September when Ava's daycare gets free, it's gonna be fucking easy street. It's gonna be fucking great. Nice. Don't listen to bargain bin then, because you'd be encouraged to purchase. Yeah, yeah. You, we are quite the enablers. Uh, right. Shifting on, Synchronic, 16 Aussie dollars. Yay! Yay. Uh, Relic, 14 Ooh. Aussie dollars. Wait, did I see that one? Which one have Ooh. I seen? Relic. Is that the one with Bella Heathcote? Uh, I'm not sure. The cast, it's the one where... Is it the one where they're all like stood around that old lady? Yes. Yeah, I've not seen it, but I heard okay. good things. Yeah, it is good. It's well worth a watch. It's on Shudder and Prime, I think. I think you're right. I think I am right. I often am. Okay. <laughs> you are drunk. <laughs> Uh, Shallows, 4K. Oh, that's a, wait, what? Oh, it's in 4K. I thought yeah. you said it, I thought you meant it was four grand. I was like, wow, that's not a bargain. Uh, 12 Aussie dollars and 75 cents. You got a bit quiet. 
to say that. I don't know why. Twelve Aussie dollars and seventy-five cents. <laughs> okay. Um, over to Canada. Um, possessor. Uh, what? Possessor. Oh. Possessor. <laughs> uh, eleven Canadian dollars and ninety-nine cents. See, that's, that's, that's also expensive there. Yeah. yeah. It, Chapter 2, $11.99. Ooh. Brightburn in 4K, $11.99. Hey, that's a good deal, isn't it? It is. And and it's a couple of years old, but 4K, fuck yeah. Yeah. And I may have mentioned this before, but it's gone down in price again. Uh, Invisible Man, $9.99. Nice. That's cool. That's good. good stuff. I like it. I like it. So, Sabrina, go and spend some money. Uh, no, Sabrina, don't go spend oh, money. Oh, okay. And also... <laughs> no, you do what you want. And Heather as well. We yes, okay. Heather. Yes, I know. We have a... Yeah, yeah. USA. Yes. Uh, Evil Dead 1 and 2. $6.96. Shut up. No. Shut up. Bargain. Bargain, bargain, That's bargain. basically giving it away. You'd mm. be rude not to take it. Even if you've already got a copy, just fucking get just another get one that. for like, insurance just, purposes. Yeah. In case you lose your original one. Yeah, exactly. Or just have it like nicely wrapped and not open it ever and you can be like, oh my okay, god, this, this is like pristine. Look Maybe at this. Maybe it's worth something. Um, Saw. <laughs> yes. The, first uh, one. the f very first one, $5.99. Cool. Uh, next one, 47 meters down, uncaged, five dollars. Uh, yeah, I did. It was all right. Apparently, it's not very good. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. Um, the first one's good. But yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, no, it was pretty shit, really. <laughs> uh, no, it, like, no, it's all right. It was all right, I suppose. Worth. Do you like watch. the first one? Yeah, I quite enjoyed the first one. That's almost like a location. Like a location mm, isn't it, well. I suppose I can handle it if there's sharks. Yeah. Um, I love a shark. I love a good shark movie. Yeah, not me, a shit shark movie. Damn bone. Watches all the shit shit shark movies. Uh, yeah. so he, I like a good one. He needs to let me know of the good ones that I may have missed. He won't know any good ones. He uh, only knows like the shit ones, like shark yeah, and like stuff like that. Shark priest and sand sharks. Shark exorcist and yeah, oh, and sand sharks. Like, yeah. Window cleaner sharks and oh Jesus. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> That's alright though. Uh, he, he likes them. Okay, that's fair enough. Nice one. <laughs> and I enjoy his reviews of them. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, for USA, Anaconda, five dollars. Don't want none unless you got one. Um, yeah. UK. I regretted that immediately. Yeah, that was just like, what the fuck are you doing there? <laughs> oh um, <laughs> no, don't keep it in. I won't. I won't. Uh, the Witch, seven pound ninety nine. In America. In the UK. Oh, we're in the UK now. Sorry. Um, hmm. Yeah, that, that's a bargain. I, I think, um, actually, thinking back, I think that may have been at a lower price than that in the UK. This is what I'm thinking. Hmm. It's, it's, right, it's a bargain for the film because the film is worth every single penny. Agreed. And more. But it seems hmm. like not a bargain because I'm pretty sure you can get that cheaper. Okay. That's why I paused. Not okay. because I didn't no, no, think it was worth seven ninety nine. I saw the devil. Oh, seven pound. Oh, that is a bargain. Mm, great film. If you haven't seen it, it's watch so it. good. Oh my god, it's so yeah, good. It is. Um, under the, <sighs> under the skin. Oh, this is a, this is a. Tell you what, we're cracking out all the all yeah. the 
summer series fan. Yeah, seven pound. Oof. Uh, That's good. That's good. Bone tomahawk. <laughs> Six pound. That's a, that is a bargain. Although is that no, that's not on Netflix anymore, is it? It was on Netflix. It was on Netflix, but it's but not yeah, now. you can buy it for six pound though. Worth that's having good. in your collection. It really is, although not if you're squeamish. Oh no. Oof. Um Oof. the original VHS four ninety nine. I haven't seen any of those films. Not even the new one. No. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Not for any reason. I don't, well, Just... I'm normally a little bit mm, about anthologies, but I have heard that they are good, so I probably will check it out at some point. But I just, as usual, I've got a million other things that I would prefer or need to watch. That's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Eventually. And uh, final two, um, the Pet Cemetery remake. Your favourite. Three pound fifty-eight. That sounds right. <laughs> have you seen it? No, I still haven't seen it. I'm oh, making all these judgments. Just, I know, this is what I mean. Like, I really should see it before I pass it. You know it. what? I know. I, I, for that price, I'm going to buy that because... Are you? Yeah. I, you what? I enjoyed it that much. Do you want to send it to me Okay. Well, I can do that. Okay. I think it's actually on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's actually on Netflix. Uh, it it might I could literally watch this tonight and I won't. Oh, God. That's a <laughs> bit harsh. It's only because I've got, I've got, I've got like more better films to watch. No, I've got boring housework to do. I've got a pile of washing up, and I've got the recycling to put out. I'm very domesticated. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's literally that. It's literally that, and then I've got to be up in the morning for taking Ava to nursery. So yes, that's a glimpse into my very boring, non-eventful life. <laughs> that's a sad story, but no, it's it's, it's not. It's it's not on Netflix anymore. So. Oh, is it not? Oh, okay. Well then, yes. If you could send me the Blu-ray, that would be great. Well, maybe I won't if you're not going to watch it. Um, I will watch it. If you send it to me, I'll watch it. Okay. All right, I shall okay. go and purchase that. And finally, the Limehouse Gollum. For, I for, remember, remember watching that at the cinema. Do you? Um, yes. And I remember not being that impressed. And annoyed about it because I really wanted to like it. That's interesting because I also <laughs> was not very impressed, but I know people rated it, so that's why I put it in. They, yeah, and I this is I feel like maybe I need to go back because mm. I really love that cast. I love Olivia Cook. I kind of crush on her honestly. I can't even remember what she looks like. She is the um, sort of romantic almost interest, but not really, because she ends up getting with his brother in, spoiler alert, in Bates Motel. Oh, okay. You know, the one who's got like the breathing difficulties and stuff. Okay, I'm just looking at pictures. Who needs like a cook. lung transplant or something, I think. She's got big brown eyes. She does. I, I'm a sucker for big eyes. I'm sorry. For big eyes? Big eyes, yeah, not big guys. Oh, brown eyes. Oh, brown eyes. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! my life! I just... Woo. <laughs> I hate you so much. I, uh, I hate that. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate you so much. <laughs> and oh, that's the bargain man. bin for all you wow, brown-eyed wow. lovers. Jesus. This is... Oh, right. <laughs> 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 Such a cunt. Right, um... Uh, what am I even doing now? We're doing our first film, fuck's sake. It's your film, you introduce it. I'm stopping now because that was really good. And oh, come on. <laughs> no, I'm not really stopping. That was good. That made you laugh. And I'm annoyed with myself for laughing. For getting sucked into it. 
<laughs> Did you even say that on purpose? No! <laughs> brilliant. Oh. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Right! For fuck's sake, right, okay. Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. Oh, shut up. Just um, fucking... Oh, do you know what this fucking thing's called? A fucking film's called? This film is called Eyes... Brown Eyes of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Brown Eyes of Fire. No, it's just called Eyes it's of called Fire. It's called Eyes of Fire. Be uh, serious, come from on. From 1983. <laughs> and it is directed by Avery Krantz. Yeah. Krantz. It's a good name, isn't it? It is. Avery Krantz. All right, cool. So uh, we will do the IMD blurb, 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 blurbs in a minute. Um, we will do a trailer. Oh, yeah, I'll practice of saying all this now. Mm. Yeah, we'll come on a trailer. Uh, and then when we get back, we will uh, do some trivia, IMDb blurbs, and chat about it. How about that? Sounds good to me. Nice, nice, nice. All right, cool. Trailer. In a bit. <laughs> what are you bringing up there for? <laughs> it was a time of witchcraft, of hangings, of horror, of magic. They were outcasts on a desperate voyage to the promised land. What they found was a terrifying world. This valley is where the lost blood gathers. It's the home of the devil. The secret is sleeping in the trees. I've already done it. No, you haven't done all like. Oh, oh, sorry, happened. sorry. Haven't. Oh, I'm terribly lies. sorry. Full lies. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm so sorry. Uh, it is directed by Avery Krantz, as I previously mentioned, and written by Avery Krantz. Uh, mm -hmm. It stars Dennis Lipscomb, uh, Guy Boyd, Rebecca Stanley, Sally Klein, Carleen Crockett. Fran Ryan, Rob Paulson, Kerry Sherman, Caitlin Baldwin, 
Erin Buchanan, Will Hare, Ivy Bethune, Mike Genovese, and some other... Some other peeps. Some other peeps. Yes. What's the, uh, what's the summary, mate? The summary? Yeah, what is the summary? I, uh, I thought we'd already done the summary, but I can say it again. Well, you haven't. I did. No, you didn't. I did. A preacher is accused of adultery. Didn't I, didn't I say that? Oh, okay. No. Oh, so sorry. My brain it really is going backwards. <laughs> yeah. A preacher this is, gonna be fun, guys. is accused of adultery, and he and his followers are chased out of town. They become stranded in an isolated forest, which is haunted by the spirits of long-dead Native Americans. I don't think that that's accurate. It kind of is, but not that accurate. It's not. <laughs> Someone... Someone didn't get the assignment, did they? But, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, well, we'll, we will discuss it. Um, cool, so there was actually fuck all trivia. Like, fuck all trivia. I have searched and searched and there's nothing. The only way I think I'd have been able to get some actual decent trivia mm -hmm. is by buying the Severin release and watching, like, the one, like, one interview that they have on there with Avery Rounds. I even tried to find it, see if someone had like put a copy of it up on like YouTube. No, nada. So I've kind of like accumulated some crappy form of trivia for this. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. So, uh, so apologies everyone. Um, so, The Witch from 2015 is <clears throat> often said to have taken inspiration from this film. I wonder if it did. Do you know what? Thinking about it, I didn't look too heavily into this because I didn't really care but um but thinking about it there is actually quite a lot of similarities um only major like this is the only major live action role for rob paulson who played Jewel buchanan he was most known for his voice acting especially the roles of wait for it pinky from pinky in the brain yes <laughs> and and yak over animaniacs uh but he's also featured in other tv shows such as rick and morty teenage mutant ninja turtles and many other animations over the last few decades and he's still rapping now okay um, writer and director Avery Krantz, as we made mention of, he only made three films in his entire career. This was the first. The other two are The Invisible Kid from 1988 and The Cries of Silence from 1996. Neither of them did very well, but Eyes of Fire is seen as a bit of a cult movie, partly due to its lack of availability, because it literally wasn't really released, um, apart from like on VHS in one part of the world. Um, but it has grown in popularity over the years. Um, and just recently, back end of last year, Severin um, did a special Blu-ray release of it um, on its own and also part of a um, 20 movie box set called All the Haunts Be Ours. Ah. Um, and that's basically it. I have a little tip for you though. Don't try looking up Avery Crown's interviews on YouTube unless you want um, Stephen Avery conspiracy theories for making a murderer or interviews with porn stars called Avery. Ah. If you want those things, then by all means, tap, 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 have tap, at tap. it. That, yeah, that was not what I was in the market for that day, though. So um, I might go back to it later, then. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that is our IMDb's and trivia. Sorry it wasn't very much, guys. but I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Cool. So, did you? Well, uh, yeah. Let me just say, the reason I watched this, uh, or we watched this, and I suggested it was because um, uh, Tim Tim Walker su suggested that we. Well, he didn't suggest to us. He'd said it's a really good film. 
uh, and I'd added it to my to my uh, uh, wants uh, watch list. Um, and it suddenly came up on Shudder this month. It it did, yeah, it's a new release. So I thought, well, perfect. Mm. You know, I like folk horror. Let's whack this on. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 all right. So this, it, basically, if you, if you haven't seen this film, I, I don't want to spoil it too much because I'm sure there's people who haven't seen it. Well, it's on Shudder everywhere. Yes, it is. I looked this up earlier. Yeah. It's just generally on Shudder. It's not like, oh, only in the UK or anything. So I would say if you haven't seen it, pause this, go watch it. Um, it's also apparently on YouTube as well. Um, oh, is it? Okay. So uh, apparently, I didn't look it up, but I think it is. Um, so go ahead, watch it, and then come back is what I'd say. So I would say, you know, we're going to spoil it. Um, we mentioned spoilers. We spoil things at the beginning on the intro. You've had a fair warning. So I would just say go for it, Matt. Yeah, okay. So basically, the premise of this film, as, as I, I stated before, is that these... Are they, are, they're Irish, aren't they? Irish... Yeah, yeah, the Irish descent. Irish descendants uh, who are obviously during the period when everybody's come over from Ireland and, and the UK and everywhere. Yeah, and Europe and uh, stuff. You know, and pioneering and setting up um, mm. places in, in, in the States. Um, yeah. And obviously there's been some wrongdoing in the form of some uh, adultery, no less. Yeah. Uh, and basically it... it the people who the adulterers um, and and the daughter or is she, is she the daughter? Yeah, yeah. So she's the daughter, not of them, of the mum and her husband, it, but it, not it, of the It priest. wasn't very clear, I don't think. Do you know? What? I thought it was. Uh, okay. Because so it's kind of like because yeah, because he's a, he not only gets all pissy because his wife is like absconded with this bloke, but also because his daughter has gone with him. And obviously, like him and his daughter, like later on, they look to kind of escape together and stuff. Like she wouldn't oh, do right. that. Oh no, 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 no! Ah, uh, right. Now hang on. Sorry, I must take a step back there. That's that's Fanny. <laughs> don't. I knew. I Fanny. Oh, oh, don't stop! Um, oh, that's horrible. Oh, sorry. Hang on. So, do you mean Leah? Leah. Right. No. So no, she's not his his daughter. Sorry. That's yes, I'm right. So. She is basically her mother got burned at the stake, and we find out a bit more. No, that where was that? Then. Where did I, I didn't even hear that. Well, we didn't see. We didn't, no, yeah. Well, it's mentioned a few times, and then he, um, he, the priest guy, um, fucking what's his face, Will Smythe, not Will Smith, Will Smythe. Um, he, uh, he basically, kind of took her under his wing, um, almost like a ward, almost like a yeah. And she's Guardian just been with him thing. ever. Yeah, yeah. She's been with him ever since she was like a little girl, and, and her mum got burned as a at the stake as a, as a witch. Ah, um, uh, okay. I missed that. I don't know how I missed that. But yeah, I'm not sure. But I guess they're just throws of COVID, I suppose. But, yeah. Um, they were. They were gonna. Um, so anyway, yeah, they were gonna hang hang this adulterous couple and her and and, and this and that girl, weren't they, Leah? Yeah, yeah. Because they were gonna. Because uh, it's she's all just all like you know. Yeah, and they're all like, you know, of your blood kind of thing, like, and they're all like under your any excuse, like, yeah, basically any excuse. Just oh, you looked at someone once, therefore we must hang them too, in case you've influenced them with your evil ways. Yeah, or something, <laughs> or something. But anyway, one of one of their mates, basically, he 
he comes down uh, and he rescues them. Oh, 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 he, oh, all right, here we go again. I wasn't sure. Is it Leah who? Yeah, stops no, Leah. It? Is it, uh, well, she. It's not, it's not entirely. I don't think it's entirely confirmed because because she doesn't talk either because um, of her trauma. Um, but she either because she does seem to have telekinetic powers, so yes. she either um, snaps the rope through her powers. Or she just has a vision of it happening and it just happened. That's what's happened. But I think she probably did it. And so because the town are all like, oh my gosh, like this, you know, this is a, this is a I don't know, a sign from God or I don't know, or they're a devil peoples or I don't mm. know, whatever thing they want to latch onto. Um, then they kind of use the disturbance as like a means to sort of escape, I think. And they just kind of like, and then they kind of take a few people with them um, who seem to follow the priest. Because the priest apparently, from what I gather, is very charismatic and enigmatic and I just think it's a big fucking perv but um yeah and it's, oh, like I start off quite liking him and then slowly but surely my notes just kind of go oh I fucking hate him <laughs> um yeah, but yeah and then and then yeah he's such a, I use the word twat a lot in this review um and yeah so they all kind of just like follow him off and he's because he starts talking about the promised land because he's like i thought this was this town was the promised land um but it's not because you just you know committed heathen stuff by trying to hang me and so I now know of another town that's a promised land and he's just full of shit basically but I did quite like it because he has this real kind of like at first he seems all right all right yeah he's a bit of a knob for shagging a married woman but like the husband's gone off somewhere we don't know when he's going to be back and she's right. he, he's out over. he's out trapping isn't he yeah yeah and um and yeah and so it, it, I kind of thought at first he was all right because he seems to be like kind of reasonable-ish like, you know, like we're all human and like shit happens or whatever, that kind of thing. And when he when he sort of says his spiel about, you know, I thought you were the promised land, but you're not. And he starts he starts saying all of this like um, like biblical kind of quotations and things. And it, I basically got this note where it's like, ah, ha, ha. And then it's kind of like my paraphrasing is like, right. Oh, you tried to hang me. You failed. And now I'm pissing off with all your stuff because they <laughs> take all of their towns. <laughs> rations and 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 resources and farm animals and stuff so I, now i'm pissing off with all your stuff to another town and furthermore i'm gonna rub it in your face that your town is not the promised land but this new town is and do it all under the guise of god's teaching so you can't even bite an eyelid at me let alone stop me fuck you they lock Ta-ra! they lock them up in the in the barn don't they they do it first and then that's when they but then they fuck off and they escape that's right yeah 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 see if what i what film did you watch oh, fucking i don't know I don't know. Oh no. Um, But yeah, so um, I just feel like you know they seem happy enough. Like at this point, I'm like, you know, they. I feel bad for the husband because can you imagine coming back to find that your wife has like run off with the priest priest. and his daughter with him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like it's well shit. But if it weren't, it weren't for that. You know, that's a small thing. You know, they kind of seem happy enough, and he kind of, as I said, he kind of just sort of seems fairly reasonable and intelligent, and just kind of a bit of up for a laugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, he always gave me the ick because that hair and face together just. Yeah, it's happen. bloody awful. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's really. Uh, I really didn't even like to look at his face. And it is like, is this like downward mouth? It, and his whole face it, just sort of seems to sag down. Like a miserable kid who needs a slap across the face. He really does. He's got <laughs> such a punchable face. Yes. All the time, I just want to punch him in the face. And he's really pasty. And he's like, oh, he's just. He's always got this. This black mop of hair it's kind of like several snakes 
like Professor Snape's head. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's got a middle parting, and it What's just kind of yeah. curtains round his face, like quite long to his shoulders. And he's got this pasty face with this horrible fucking expression on his face all the time. And when he's smiling, he just looks really leery and sneery and just ugh. Mm. And like, no thanks, fuck off. I just want to punch you. And that just gets that, that feeling just increases as the film goes on because he becomes more and more of a twat. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he is. Oh, he's a complete twat. Such a twat. So, it, it, but anyway, he, he's, man, he's managed to persuade, you know, the family to get on a raft with all the stuff and yeah. fuck off down river. Yeah, yeah. Um, which happens to be controlled by the Sioux Indians. Yeah, I can't say people, Max. I can't say no, that now, in, oh, can we? Uh, nope, the indigenous people. Indigenous people. And it's in Shawnee County, which is quite a, a famous tribe nowadays. Like, it is, yeah, yeah, well that's known. right. Um, but yeah, and like, they just kind of do a bit of a diversion. They get off the boat and they send the boat off downstream because they get um, attacked, don't they? And, and old grandpa, there's this like, old couple, <laughs> and the blokey of it, old grandpa, that's what I like to call him, uh, he gets shot in the chest with an arrow. And so they use him and they create these like sort of mannequin scarecrow type things um, with like clothes put on to like act as a diversion for the people chasing after him because they've got because then that's it um, Eloise who's the mum her husband comes back and realises what's happened because the whole town tells him <laughs> fucking harsh um, and then he's like right well I guess I'd best be off then I'm going to go chase after him so they use it as a diversion and uh, yeah, and then they, they hop off and um, they end up in Shawnee County and then, you know, dickhead priest guy um, announces, oh, this is the promised land and this land is so rich with whatever and we're gonna set up shop here and we're gonna essentially build houses and whatever and, and, and uh, what's the word when they, they you, um, in, in yeah. something? Yeah, uh, oh God, it's, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck you know what I'm saying I do know what you're saying um, but they come across this like massive big tree with all these like feathers over it and it's basically oh, like, oh no yeah, hang on like... no you missed you missed hang on hang on what you missed? missed a bit what the, I missed it was like completely weird literally what the fuck moment when there's like oh I know what you're going to say because I've literally written what the fuck yes literally, I put what the literal fuck um the there's suddenly this dude who looks like a like a witch doctory type thing with this huge, great big, like penis nose. It's like yes, okay. So here's my notes. Right, right, right. What the fuck is that mask and hat combo? Looks like a right knobhead. Ha ha ha. Because what the mask looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, he just it looks like a massive phallus on his face. Yeah, yeah. I no, don't definitely. understand it. It's like yeah, it's but really so bizarre. so he, he did he did he trick the the. Uh, the indigenous people. I've got to be careful here. I'm going to keep saying it. And if I do, they if keep it, saying they, it, they keep saying Indians. So uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. My apologies. I, I don't mean to offend, but I may I may say it. Not through. You know. Yeah. Um, and the yeah the the Sioux people. He or, or no, it's the Shawnee Shawnee Indians. Sorry. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I don't know what he does. He kind of he tricks them. Oh, they all come out, come out of the trees laughing at him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really I get. I didn't get his, that. Um, like his relationship with them. I don't know if maybe like he passes through there and they kind of give him a bit of a yeah, you're all right, buddy. Uh, hop on through. And, uh, was that the was that the French as well? No, no, it's not the French because 
basically, because what we start off with is, is essentially we've got these um, these couple of kids, very young kids, who um, who have um, been picked up somewhere. We don't know how they've got there, and it's essentially the American frontier, but it's the French soldiers who have come over from France. Yeah, and um, it's yeah, and they basically are, are flashbacking, telling the story of how they've got there, and like they are um, one of them. No, both. I think both of them are the children of um, someone who I've got called <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Fake Beard. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah, because his beard is fucking yeah. awesome, clearly stuck on. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's their two kids sort of thing, and they and yeah, we don't really know what the fuck's happened with them for them to get there, and neither did these soldiers, and they're like, look, you you're in this frontier land or whatever and like you don't have any parents and we just sort of found you in this box and like what the fuck is going on here like are you a spy are you kind of a trojan horse style or what so they're like trying to and they they come out with all this stuff this batshit shit that's happened and they're like the fuck start from the beginning fucking tell us what's happened and this is it so um yeah so i don't know so that's the kind of the french thing so i think like he because uh, he seems to be able to like talk to them and stuff yeah. and obviously they're yeah. not going to speak the same language so it seems like he does kind of have a bit of a, a rapport somehow with them. I, I th- yeah, um, I think maybe yeah, as being a tra- trapper. Laughing. Trappers probably would have traded with them perhaps. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know but, and it doesn't yeah. really explain it. It's not overly important but yeah. basically like they kind of start laughing and it <laughs> turns out that they're laughing at the fact that like they're like oh, where's your wife and so she's right there she's all hanging off the arm of the priest and uh she's all of a sudden as well very voluptuously dressed oh yes like, she is know, yeah yeah boobs are a little bit mm-hmm. like oh hello ladies um i mean that's fine you know yeah she's a free woman she can do what she likes um but it's just kind of like before we didn't she was very kind of like traditional dress and then all of a sudden as soon as she's out that village it's just like boom bam, yeah bam um so i was like oh hello um, so yeah, so and they just start laughing. I don't know whether they're laughing at husband because that's the guy under the, the phallus mask. I don't know if they're laughing at the wife or they're laughing at the priest, but they're surely having a good time. Yeah. So anyway, so he basically gets the indigenous off their back. Oh, I've got fucking doing it now. He gets the indigenous people off their back. Um, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Um, so yeah, and then uh, and then basically and then he pulls off his, his penis mask. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they were laughing at. Maybe they're like. Oh. I, I think that's probably what the joke was, really. <laughs> you got a penis on your face. Because <laughs> um, everyone loves a penis joke. Um, anyway, yeah, so they pull off this mask and they're like, oh shit. It's, uh, yeah, there's a big kind of like where the Mrs. Eloise looks like, oh no. And then like the priest looks real sheepish and shit and it's all like, yeah, yeah, mm. motherfuckers. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, no, that's right. So I've got his note here. It turns out they were they were laughing at his wife cheating on him um, because he he, he that's right. Um, so it almost do you know what the phallus mask almost seems kind of appropriate. It's like one. It's like almost like a cuckold thing from <coughs> you know, like back in the day, if your missus was cheating on you, this is where like the two fingers behind your head comes from because it's like a, a like you had horns. And it was to do with the, it was to do, I can't remember the fucking law that it comes from, but it's, it's like, um, it basically, you're the twat if you get cheated on because you can't keep your, your 
partner uh, happy, basically. Right, I see. Um, yeah. So obviously it's not quite the ball horns thing, but still, you know, massive penis on your face. It seems pretty degrading <laughs> and like pointed. It's got like you know, pretty pretty apt. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think that was probably by accident. But <laughs> excuse me, sorry. It seems perfect. Oh dear. Yeah, let's cough. Um, oh no, no. I actually did a PCR test this morning because um, someone who I know's boyfriend had it and I met up with her last week so I did do I haven't got COVID I promise anyway um right yes um oh yeah that's right and then we get to the feathers um and Leah is just living her best life because she's doing these like she's just like face diving into, oh, yeah, into these feathers yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but she's, she's we find it. out it's very kind of like she's very like nature and um sort of pagany in tune with the the earth yeah 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 so she would love that uh, and to be fair, like the scenery so far is absolutely gorgeous. It's all these like very untouched forests. It is. It is. It's absolutely but, lush. But, but but the feathers are a warning sign. They're a taboo, aren't they? They're just, just keep away. Yes. Stay out of the valley. Yeah, uh, I've got keep away. If you don't, the trail will disappear behind you. It's very ominous indeed. Yeah. Um, very kind of like Hansel and Gretel, actually, you know, with the bedcrumbs being yeah. eaten. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why feathers, but all right, that's what they mean. Yeah, it was a bit, yeah. Um, and apparently where they want to set up camp, um, they, the, the Shawnee people, they, the tribe, they, they won't go there. They won't follow them into that valley. That's right. Um, which I would say, take that as a warning. Yes. The people who are chasing after you, they don't follow you. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. The people oh, who but... are pretty fierce and pretty strong and make their own weapons and shit. They won't go to that place, but you guys feel like you can... T All right, cool, 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 cool. That was a choice you made. <laughs> yes, not a good choice. Not a good choice, turns out. Not at all. Um, but yeah, and... Um, oh, yeah, and this is where we first start to see the weird faces in the trees, isn't it? it which I thought was a really cool effect. Mm. I really like that. I thought it looked it really, cool. really good. And it's really subtle at first as well, isn't it? it, it I was like, oh, shit. Oh, that's a face. Oh, yeah, face. that's a face. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. was very subtle at the beginning. And it kind of looks like, it's, it, it's like that they, um, it almost looks like they're trapped in the trees and they look like they're sort of straining their faces forward to try and like break out or whatever, which kind of is what is happening. Um, but obviously we don't know, really know what's happening. You know, it, it, it reminded me of Alien. Or, or more, more like Aliens. You know, when people are, Wrapped up in the, in that in the uh, oh, alien, and they're yeah. all kind of trapped in that. They're all kind of trapped up against the wall. And, yeah, yeah. All and like, you can just sort of see their faces. Even in the mist, a little bit as well. You know, when they're like caught up in the spider webs or whatever in the pharmacy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It also reminded me of the frighteners um, with um, Johnny coming out of the wall. Like, have you, have you not seen the frighteners? The frighteners I haven't seen the frighteners. I don't think. <sighs> Uh, well, anyway, there's like a, a cool effect. Not like this, actually. It's done very differently. But it's, it's you know, it's someone pushing their face against what should be a very inanimate, stiff object. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be able to do that. Um, anyway, it's a cool effect is what we're saying. Yeah. Um, and I love this as well because fucking... So, matey boy Priest Twat, um, he... is <laughs> his name going forward. Um, he, uh, he's, he does that typical Western arrogant bullshit where he's like... Oh, these people could be okay if only they found God. Oh, that's right. Yes. And he calls them savage infidels, and it's like, dude, you're on their fucking land. You fuck Arsehole. off. Arsehole. Yeah, yeah. You know. Completely. Um. So yeah. So he's all like, oh, we know it's okay because we're going to teach them the ways of Christianity, and like, it's okay. They're, it's not their fault. They're savages. It's just, oh, it's just 
Oh god, I may oh, I just really want to fucking punch him so hard. Anyway, um I <laughs> they kind of go into a bit of the folklore and like the mythology around this area. So there's this idea that the blood from innocent people uh, or people, not even innocent people, but people that have kind of come along their way. Yeah. Presumably yeah. other pioneers and whatnot. Um, it, and they get killed, right? And so their blood pulls into the ground and then joins together all together with blood from other people, um, other victims, and then their souls gathered together and then they form the devil that captures the living and forms their shadow, forms the shadows and stuff that we see in the trees. And this devil creature, I like to call her Wood Witch. Okay, um, <coughs> I got like, I got devil witch. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, uh, it's all, all all about the same. Uh, yeah, this sort of devil wood witch witch bitch creature. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, they we do see see them later, and then yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. But it's um, yeah, it's a it's a cool mythology. It's something that I've not come across i don't know if it's based on any kind of real mythology that the, Sh- that the shawnee tribe believe or anything like that but it, I, I thought it was cool what did you think yeah i thought it was pretty decent i mean it's yeah that whole mythology um yeah it, this is well this is where aspects of the storyline i liked mm. you know I, I like the mythology aspects yeah i really it, do it, it, it's a bit it, it's a bit um kind of mishmash together really isn't it's not the clearest it's, it's of things not very script. coherent which again we'll co- come into that as it comes along mm. however I, I do i do like the um the mythology behind it and you know all about the yeah yeah in, indian beliefs and all, all that yeah because i started oh, i can't I, say that Jeez, sorry <laughs> Uh, with, uh, cause with, with these types of films when I'm doing a proper review so I don't miss anything because I don't have time to watch shit twice over I'll usually watch it with the subtitles on but the sh- subtitles were shit um, they were like really all over the place and delayed and ahead and whatever so I gave up so I was kind of like so if there are bits that I've missed it's not because I'm like not, not paying attention or anything <laughs> it's just that they could just be yeah, yeah. I've missed because I'm fucking knackered all the time um, one question what I want to fucking know I know that she does kind of go into this later, but I don't understand how you get from ruggedly handsome, would definitely slam you up against the wall husband, to this fucking nonce. (laughs) I don't get it, because like, we took off his mask and I was just like, yeah, do you know what? I would. And I get like, she does explain this a little bit later and how she doesn't, she's not really into his way of being thinking. Well, I don't know. Maybe they were just. You don't have to get with a fucking this guy, ugly dude. Oh no! All right. Well, look. Obviously, Trapper has obviously gone off for for a long time. You know. But there's surely other blokes around. Well, I guess so. But they're all taken, and they're there. And obviously, Priesty just sort of turns up. Well, yeah, he seems to be a bit of a player, doesn't he? Because they, they make mention of something like he's got all these women or he just he flirts with them. I don't know. I can't remember where I picked this up from, but he seems to be a bit of a, a, bit of a lad. Um, I, I maybe, maybe, maybe she saw him shower or something. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, oh, no thanks. Mm, no. But she's, she's, a feisty, she's a feisty woman. She is. She's like, she, he's punching so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just don't get it. Like I, I can see her and her husband. They, you know, they they see each other. I just don't see her in this this fucking diet coke professor snake wannabe. Diet coke. Yeah, fucking poor man's in it. 
fucking tries to be tries to be the original and it fucking ends. Um, anyway. Okay. I, I swear I've said that phrase before on here. Have I not? I, I thought I had. Um, yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah. So here's where I turn because it's like. With a little help, maybe they can become Christian. I've written, fuck off, mate. I thought you were all right. But no, you're a naive and ignorant twat. I've written, I hope he gets it good. <laughs> and he does. I don't, kind of. Ooh, oh, does he? Well-ish. Mm. It's, not it's, not, it's not enough for me, in my opinion. Okay. Um, oh, this was such a... this Right, this is... This right here is my... I was just like, first off, lols, because the phrasing of this is just bizarre. But... Um, but also, I like, yeah, fucking beats me, mate. Because he goes like, I can't undo the queerness of it, Fanny. He's got... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I tried to shush because I did not want to laugh. He's got such a hole in them. Why? I don't fucking know. Why does this priest have such a hole in them? He's... Oh, anyways. Right. Oh, that's right. Yes. I, yeah. yeah, and this is what I mean. Like, he's, he's, he's just as flummoxed as I am. And like, yeah, I'm quite with you, mate. Anyway, enough mm. of that. Enough of that, idiot. Didn't quite make sense. No. <clears throat> um, but yeah, apparently, like, he, the husband is, like, a little bit ragey and he's a bit rough and ready and stuff. And, like, I, to be fair, like, I did kind of understand where she was coming from. Obviously, back then it was a big major sin. But, like, in, you know, nowadays looking at it, it's like, well, you were obviously lonely. He wasn't giving you what you need. He wasn't connecting with you in a way that you needed. And you didn't know when he was coming back. So you've got a guy who's kind of giving you those things. And I kind of get it, but... Also don't get it at the same time. But that, I've literally written that twat, really? Mm, <laughs> I'm going to stop on about it because, like, yeah, okay. I, we get it. Well, I don't like him. So, hang on, I've lost track of exactly whereabouts in the film we're at. We've gone off on a bit of a tangent. Um, what have we missed? You tell me, because I didn't really write down the thing. I just wrote my general thoughts as uh, I went along. Well, they'd, they'd, <laughs> they'd found, found the, the cabins. Um, right. And they basically decided that they were going to set, settle there. Yeah. And then what they were called the visitors who are yes. the the ghost ghost like um, yeah. app- apparitions appeared yeah and paid them a visit in the morning yes uh they basically they just kind of like appear and then like then run off don't they yeah it's a bit yeah? it's a bit odd and this and is then, the little bits like this where it's just like, huh, okay, I don't I don't, I don't quite understand that. Obviously, they're making themselves known. And then... Um, then they, they leave behind... <laughs> this is quite funny. They leave behind the little indigenous girl. That's right, and he thinks it's all a gift. And <laughs> yes, that they're Preeti welcome there. It's, it's a gift. But Leah looks at her and sees her in her real form yeah which is like yellow-eyed demonic yeah black kind of like crusty it looks like yeah. almost like a bit like like molten like rock almost a yeah bit. a bit cat-like cat-like eyes though yeah 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 so did, anyway not something you want to see on a little kid did you like did you like that effect did i did on like... the girl because bear in mind, this is like 1983, but I always have to think, right? Because I always say, oh, yeah, but it was like the 80s. I'm like, yeah, but also the thing was the 80s. And look at that. Um, but obviously they had a far lesser budget, I think. So, um, yeah, I did like it. I felt it was quite crafty and not crafty as in sneaky. I mean, as in like arts and crafts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Do you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I do know. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me of, uh, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of some of the creature designs in The Mighty Boosh. 
Oh, okay, yeah. You know, like, yeah, especially yeah, in, I get it. Like season two of like the Betamax, you know, like the tape monster and the sandpaper monster and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like it. I do. It's kind of, it's kind of, and do you know what? Like it kind of made me like it. I think if I didn't have that comparison, I'd be more critical. But again, it's, like I don't know what budget they had. It's 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 cheap, but it didn't it didn't look it didn't look cheap. Did well, I think it, it did look cheap. Oh, you think it did? I did think, yeah, I did think it looked cheap, but oh, okay. I, but I didn't mind it. I think I, I know. Okay, you know. Okay. Oh no. All right. See, I mean, I, I yeah, I I don't think it looked cheap. Well, I suppose it did, but it kind of worked for me. Yeah, really. this is I what I mean. I don't mind yeah. it. I didn't mind yeah. it at all. I wasn't like, oh god, look at this shit or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, huh, okay. And it kind of reminded me of the Mighty Boosh, and I thought it was cool. I think like you know. I think it, this, you know, when people go, oh, why do people bother like rebooting and stuff? I'm like, I, I feel like films like this have a really good base. Do you know what I mean? Like, they have a really good foundation, but you can see how. For, if for had a, a reboot, yes. Yeah, like if they'd had a bit more of a budget, like they could have actually done a lot more, made it a lot more slick and, and you know, maybe done a bit more with it. I feel yeah, like the no, same with like. Because they have all of these, especially when um, Leah's having like her vision and stuff, they have these like flashes and it kind of goes to like negative film. And you know, and it's a cool effect, but it's it's obviously very easy and cheap to do. And cool it, effect for its time, but it, it's not, very, it's very dated. Very dated. It's not aged too well. No. Um, but I give it kind of a pass because it is from four, like forty years ago, um, and at the time, I imagine that was probably really cool. Um, and it also kind of reminded me of that whole kind of like seeing beyond the veil. Type thing because she always saw the truth of the matter. Yeah. Um, so it kind of reminded me of that, which I thought was kind of cool because it's like it is the image, but it's not the image. It's like, as I say, it's sort of revealing things that are there that you don't see in your normal eyes. So it kind of, it was kind of cool that it had that sort of the negative film effect, even though the effect itself we very much recognise as being very easy and cheap. Yes. It it did it, it served the film, I think. It, 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 it did what it needed to do. Again, yeah. yeah. Again, if if it was made nowadays with a bigger budget, it would have been far far better. But it wasn't. It was made forty years ago with like no budget. So, you know, you do what you do. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, um, what else? Yeah. So we had the little girl, and then um, yeah. So we are kind of with Liam. We're like, oh no, this girl ain't right. But everyone's like, oh my god, it's like a sign, and she's been sent to us from God. And the Shawnee people, they love us here. They're like, they gave us a gift, and it's gonna be okay. And it's like, huh, lol. Um, and then, and then Fanny goes missing. Yes. Stop, stop it. Sorry. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she goes she, up. She, she gets she, taken by the visitors, doesn't she? She does, yeah. So these visitors, they're, they're naked and they look like they've just come out of a mud bath. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, they're just... Yeah, I really wish this film had more of a budget, I'll be honest. But, like... Um, but it's it's kind of again it kind of serves its purpose like we get that they're like you know not ne maybe necessarily to be trusted that they're some sort of what not minion but they're kind of they're in service of the demon devil witch yes wood witch thing um, to, yeah do its bidding yeah yeah um and some of the talking about the effects some of the effects are like pretty cool like really gross like you know there's this bit where like he pokes the tree which seems to be seeping and it's like bloody and pussy 
Oh, right, like, yes. Stuff like that, like, really grossed me out. And I was like, that's cool. That's a cool effect. Like There were, there were some very, very good good effects, I thought, for its time. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that was cool. Like, there were some really, like, visceral, gross-out bits, which I thought were really cool. Um, mm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, um, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so she, she's all been sort of, like, taken off. We don't know where she's gone. <clears throat> um, and... Do you know what happens next? Nope. <laughs> uh, Leah gets her tits out. Oh yeah, she does that a bit, doesn't she? And does a weird, uh, does like a weird surprise. She's like, oh! She kind of surprises herself. And then, <laughs> and then she sat, sat like on her, on her legs, uh, on her ass, legs crossed, and she's eating soil. Oh yeah, so this is where she's like really... And I was like, where? Yeah, okay, so, what's going on here then? Yeah, so I think for me, because I say like she's very sort of pagan and very in tune with nature and stuff, and I think that she's just she's just letting herself become one with the forest. <laughs> ah, is that what, so it is. Yeah, I mean, I think also she's probably losing her mind a little bit, but like I think it's just it, it's letting herself be encompassed by her surroundings, where she finally feels like she's at home. Because if you think about, you know, she's got torn away from her mother. Her mother died in front of her. She's been going pillar to post because this guy's been trying to find the promised land and yeah. I imagine that she's come here and she's obviously in tune with whatever spiritual stuff's going on and, and with nature and all the rest of it and she probably just feels like she's finally home and she is just okay. letting yeah, herself I, yeah okay and you know soil won't kill you I mean like you know she's probably just I don't know I don't know yeah no it, it, that, you know what that, that makes sense Alright, cool. <laughs> I, 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 I like that. And I'll, I like, I'll take that on board. I wasn't entirely sure of like what I thought of her at first, but I really like this scene because you really see like the nurturing side of her because she's all living her best life dancing in the rain and shit. And then you have the little the little girls come over and she gives them shelter and they and they're playing. They have this big kind of like wooden cask and oh, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and she gets them underneath and they shelter from the rain and stuff. And you can hear them giggling inside and playing games and I was like, That's so cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then um, what's her face comes back, doesn't she? That... Uh, yeah, well, because um, Trapper, I, I like to call him Trapper. Right. Yep. Uh, he he chops a tree, so right. he starts, starts chopping the trees, and then uh, Fanny comes round. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Are we twelve? Yes, we're twelve. Um, I wish that was so good. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Fanny, Fanny comes around, but she's well, she's in a coma, isn't she? Yeah. Or like for all intents and purposes, seems to be a bit of a mystical coma. Yeah, it's all a bit weird. I, yeah. I don't really know why. I, I can't. Yeah, I got I kind of got a bit lost at, at this point. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I wasn't really sure the, what the pacing fuck was going on this on. film is weird, isn't it? Like, it is very it's odd. A bit all over the place. Um, it's like nothing happens and then a lot happens. There's something so this happens. and then nothing happens and then this. And then yeah, but then stuff that every time something happens, it seems like a lot of things happen and the thi and you don't nothing is really why. explained fully or unless I'm I don't know maybe I'm just missing shit. But oh, no, um, I've, got, I've got here the uh, indigenous girl is covered in spunk <laughs> and the devil witch takes Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> See, 
I purposely did not write down her name, her name. hardly at all because I just knew I wouldn't get through it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, worried, eh? <laughs> dear, oh dear. Is this the one? Wait, hang on. Is this? Wait, who's, who's covered in? Wait, who's covered in sponge? Not actual sponge, was it? I don't know. They say, oh, she's covered in paste. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what the hell? What is going on? I didn't. I didn't understand what what that was about or what it represented. Have we got to the bit with the books yet? No, not yet. We're not there yet. Okay. Oh no. yeah, because that's right. Because oh yeah. So this is like. So, she's so, Fanny's on a deathbed. <laughs> um and. Yeah, and then, and then fucking twat face priest is um, all whining and shit because like he's like so basically his his missus for lack of a better term. Obviously, she's really worried about her daughter. So and this is the husband and everything, and like you know they're all round her bed and 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 rightly concerned about her because she's in a coma yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. even they knew what one of those were back then, and um and then fucking priesty bloke comes in and he's all whining because they're building these houses and he's like oh the house was left to be built by only me and Jules who's this blokey uh this is the uh the guy with the fake beard Rudolph the red nose fake beard yeah um and she's like and he's like to, to Eloise he's like oh did you forget about the rest of us it's like yes mate she was slightly preoccupied by her coma-ridden daughter and she's probably dying. So yeah, she's not really thinking about the, anyone else. No, and then he shows yet. his hands out displaying like, I don't know, presumably he's like grazed his hand from working or something. It's like, it's he's like, such eh. a fucking oh, a infant. Yes, he, uh, yes, a fucking he is. Infant. And he yeah. stops when he doesn't get his way and he's attention seeking and he sulks if he's ignored and he's constant, constantly looking for validation for someone who's supposed to be this enigmatic leader of the church. He's sure as hell, just, like, he's constantly yeah. looking for attention. And it's just yeah. like, oh, just tell him to piss off. Um, and you then really he hate gets, him, don't you? I really do. Oh, my God. And then Brilliant. as well, there's one bit where I do, where I do um, sort of uh, relate to him, and that's with the books. But we haven't got there yet. What's happening before then? Um, what happens? Um, I don't get written down. Cool effect of the face in the tree. Yeah, I got that, and that's where we got the blood seeping from the gr from the trees. Yeah, I thought that, that was yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, and then then the um, then the priest. That's when the next is when the priest wakes up, uh, and his his Bible book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we are at this bit. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> this is so fucking cheeky. Um, like <laughs> the the indigenous people have basically nicked his whole chest of books. Uh, all of the historical chronicles and uh, and everything and like Bibles and teachings and whatnot. And he is kind of rightly pissed off because even you, though... You would be really hacked off. I would, this is I, your, I would yeah. be fucking furious. Um, and then... Okay, so he wakes up. So he's so we can tell that there's like definitely a rift now between him and, and Eloise because he's trying it on with her in bed in the morning and she elbows, literally elbows him off. And then so he turns over and then he sees that there's this ripped page on his on his pillow pillow yes yeah, and he looks up and his entire hut that he's made and all around the hut has just got these like torn pages from the, these books that they've stolen and they've just scattered it everywhere and all right fair enough that is very obsessing to me but i really laughed because i knew how much that would piss him <laughs> off um but also 
kind of relating to his outrage as well. But there's this bit as well at that point where he kicks out in anger. I think he like just kicks the dirt or something, and then he just immediately hurts himself. <laughs> just... Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, he does. <laughs> You're such a tit. Oh, um, such a twat. But it made me laugh because, well, yeah, it's a tip. Um, and yeah, and and basically the husband has a chat with the daughter and the daughter's like, look, you know, if you go and chat with her, be nice about it, dad, all right, but go and have a word and mum will come round, right? Yeah. So he's like, oh, right, I'm fine, for fuck's sake, I'll be nice, all right. And then um, he tries and then she basically just like tells him no and then he gets annoyed with her. And he's basically... She then, what did she do? She asked something of him, didn't she? She like, I can't remember what it is, but she wants him to do something for her, like, and he, she's then all trying to be nicey nice with him, and it's just, and then he's like, basically, no, fuck off, you didn't, you didn't want me a minute ago. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, you can't be picking and choosing your moments when you find me useful. You know, and he, and he's going to be nice. Yeah, Trapper's already, he's already thinking, let's get the hell out of here. Because oh yeah, that's this- right. Yeah. Because obviously there's weird stuff happening. He's like, well, look, I'm not staying here. And no. she's trying to get do stuff there. And he's just like, no, I think we've excuse me, basically had enough. Uh, yes, you know, that's I right. Don't, I, I don't like, you know, I don't like this place. So Yes, that's right. Because um, the daughter's trying to get him to convince her to come along with them because they're going to leave in the morning. And then this that's is right. it. Because Meg, the little kid, Meg, she's gone yeah, running yeah. off. And now she's disappeared. And so... He's, she's like, look, you can't leave while Meg's disappeared. Come and help us find her, and then like, and then go, kind of thing. And yeah. he's just like, no, fuck off, love. You can't tell me what to do, kind of thing. But he does because obviously she's a kid and he's not. He's not a twat. Yeah. Um, but but I, th- I thought this is a really cool effect when the. This is uh, great. He like this bit. So yeah, yeah, little Meg, she she hugs this tree, and then it's like this reverse smoke coming back into the tree. They obviously yeah. rewound. Uh, the filming of smoke coming yeah. out of the tree, but it's really cool effect. It looks really cool. I like, yeah, I like. I it. really like that. Yeah, and then we find her, and she's hung upside down. But oh, at first, right. we just yeah. see her as like a rotting corpse, yeah. and um, the, there's this like rotting face, and it was like it was really again, it was really gross. It was really you could feel the Ugh. stickiness. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but, it's, uh, but it's a bit brief. I would like 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 a bit more of that. But anyway, I think it's probably budgetary <laughs> reasons. Um, but yeah, and then this is where I've written about like the practical effects being a little bit crafty. But and then also as well, oh my god! So this is where we first see the devil, witch, demon, woodsy witch person, and I had to laugh because the yellow eyes were all googly eyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that written it's down, like, yeah. Have you? Like those, yeah. those, those stuck on ones that just like kind of go a little yeah. bit all over the place. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, it was cool though. And uh, I, I like the design of it. Like, I again, well, if it just had a bit more budget, it would just be executed a lot more slickly, which I know sounds obvious, but it just, I see what they were trying to do, so I can't mark it down really for. Right, okay. Do you know what you, I mean? You, you, mean, you mean tree witch, devil witch, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I it's, see what they were trying to do with yeah. it, so. I don't think they could, could have done much much else, really. No, it's a, it's a real lack of a budget film, mm. so I think they did fair play with what they had. And as I say, it, it's films like this that really do um, well with like a reboot or something, because then it can get that budget that it should have had. It's supposed to represent like the earth, isn't it? Like the devil of of yeah. the earth yeah yeah say. well it's the blood of all of the all of the people that have been yeah. killed for trespassing essentially i think and yeah. it's 
Um, and then it's essentially, I think what I got from it, because again, it's not really clear, but what I got from it was that um, she, for lack of a better term, um, she um, seems to be a protector of the forest and of that land. Um, and basically anyone who kind of comes there, she'll whisk away. Um, and, yeah, yeah. And bring into the earth to further, like, new, like, provide nutrients for the forest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's it. And then it seems, what I kind of got from it, it seems like Leah's almost like two sides of the same coin. So she's very much, yes, protect the earth, but she's not willing to kill for it. Give she her, wants to protect right. the children. Because yeah. they say something, she says something, because there are points where she does talk and it seems to be like through paranormal means as opposed to her actually Oh, oh she, she talks gibberish. Absolutely yeah, gibberish, she speaks she? in tongues, doesn't she, or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, Just like and, that. Yeah, but it's exactly like that. It's really good. Um, and, but there's some point where she, where she or someone says something about like um, the, the devil witch woods witch thing is like takes the children. Like she'll kill the children and obviously Leah, all Leah wants to do is protect the children. So it's like they have the same kind of um, goal, so to speak, but their methods are very, very different. And like, you know, Leah's trying to kind of undo the work that the demon witch spirit woods thing has um, has done um, while still respecting and trying to maintain the forest and keep it free of people. Yeah, Does that yeah, make sense? it makes most complete sense. Like that's what it kind of seems to me, you know. So like I say, like two two sides of the same coin. But then we, so going back to the film, we have this um, this really fucking random bit. I don't know if you can give oh. any kind of context. You were about to say. <laughs> so I've written here. Yep, just a casual Sunday afternoon, sucking milk directly from a cow's udder, butt naked and covered in mud. Classic. Yeah, Classic. what the what is going on? There? I don't, I don't know. I can't even pretend to give an any kind of context for that because I just don't know but it was my favourite bit because it was just so fucking out of the world it was just so random there's this cow in the middle of the forest like what the fuck why are you sucking on its head like I could understand if these creature things were sucking on I don't know maybe if they were like of an animal that was lack of a better term indigenous to the forest but they they brought they brought the cow with them if you you remember they they came off the raft with the cow, didn't they? Yeah, but even so it must so, have been their cow. It must have been the. Uh... Yeah, yeah, but it just—I don't know. Like it just—it would make more sense to me if it was something like I don't know, a wolf or I don't know if they have bears out there. I guess like um, because it's kind of like feeding off the land, feeding off nature. Whereas okay, like the cow yeah, yeah. sort of seems a subversion of nature. The fact that it's there, it shouldn't be there. It's not its habitat. But yeah, I guess I'm looking into it too know. deeply. I guess they just wanted some milk. <laughs> Straight from the teat. Straight from the teat. Uh, yeah, that was so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, and then people start to turn on Priesty Twatface now. Well, yeah, because yeah, Tra- Trapper's basically he's he's literally he's on he's on his way out. He's like, well, I'm definitely gonna leave. Yeah. He's, Fuck he's off, y'all. He's basically trying to persuade everybody to leave. Yeah. The old lady whose name I have no idea. She's called Sister. Oh, that's right. Yes, Sister. It's confusing. She's, she's starting to blame the priest. Yeah, and, everyone's starting and to blame starts the priest. saying that he's the evil within. Yeah, and he's a devil and all of this. Um, and then he's getting all petulant and stropping, and he's oh, all about, right. I'm going to move on, and you're not coming with me. So, so he, goes on for, he goes on for a strop with, is it Will? 
Is his name Will? Oh, no, I don't know. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Fake Beard. Um, oh, it is at this point when there's an angle and you're looking at the side of his face. Oh. And you can see the gap between his chin and, and the beard. Yeah. And there is like, he must be about 12 because that is the cleanest shaven fucking jaw I've ever fucking seen in my yeah. life on a full grown man. Um, yeah, it's so, so bad. And I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's just to give it the times and again, budget. But it's, um, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's a really terrible beard. I tell you what, do you know whose beard is better? Josh Hartnett's in 30 Days a Night. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, hell. we're talking that level. Jesus, that's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, so... Um, but this, oh, next yeah. bit, this next bit's pretty cool, though. I was literally about to say, this is really cool. Yeah, we've got this cow's head that yeah. just jumps up. It actually made me jump a little bit. Did it? Then, oh, that's cool. But then I immediately started laughing because creasy twat face starts shrieking like a fucking baby. Yeah, um, And anytime he gets upset, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> um, but there's this really cool kind of like drip of because it's just a cow, so it's just a capitated cow. Oh, on top, it's, it's on the vis a, a, a visitor's wearing it, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Hey, but it's and then they drop it and run out, off. Pissing out, pissing out blood though. Out of yeah, its, out of its mouth and. Nostrils. And its eyes and everything, because there's yeah. this like there's this little blood drip coming from the cow's eyes, like it's tears, uh, tears, and it's it's really fucking good. The whole shot is really fucking cool because it doesn't it doesn't quickly pan away. It lets you linger on it for a bit. Yeah, that was good. It Definitely was really good. Really, yeah. really good effect. I like that. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we find out as they're sort of clearing this away, Leah, who doesn't realise, is behind listening. And we find that this is where he says about, well, this isn't the first time it's mentioned about her mum dying at stake, but this is the first time it's mentioned that he had a hand in it and he was burning her too. So he's obviously been lying to Leah her whole life, saying like, oh, I've saved you from the fire, when like really he was one of the people who had killed her mum. Yeah. Um, and I put this, put this note going, ooh, you fucked now. Ian, like you shouldn't do fucking anything. No. Yeah, a bit, a bit annoying that. Um, bit annoying. <laughs> I wanted so, him to get really. I wanted her to have like a carry moment. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know. Well, she does have a bit of a moment later on. Yeah, sorts, yeah well, ish. she does, but like, it's not aimed at not him, though, is it? Full on. No, that's she's true. way too mature for my liking. I need her to get petty with it. <laughs> huh. um, um, where oh yeah, that? they. They, this is when they get them. a bit of a win, yeah. So they all of the the creature features <laughs> um, come at them. They all kind of come out of the woodwork, literally, all naked and muddy. And um, then they bones. shoot. Yeah, like yeah. Bones, don't they? Skulls yeah. and bits of bone and old beardy or red nose twat face. Is that his name? Red nose fake beard. Red nose fake beard. Red nose fake beard. He gets a bone in the throat. <laughs> I literally thought you could say he gets a bone. <laughs> He gets a bit away. Maybe he does get a bonus. I mean, maybe whatever floats your boat. We don't think shame. No. Nope. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he gets all like um, throat stabbed. Um, but he's not dead. It's just it sort of goes through the side. But he's lost, losing a lot of blood still, though, isn't he? Um, he, would, he pretty much would die. He would bleed. He out. did. He did eventually. Oh, he did eventually. He just, not right then. Um, um, and then si they... si sister walks off. She walks off with the uh, tits and wangers. Right. Yes. Who are we talking about? Uh, sister, she she walks out of the forest because I'll oh, screw this, and then she basically goes and walks out in, into into the fields, and then um, the visitors, the naked visitors, are there, and they suddenly disappear. 
Oh, right. I thought you said she, I thought you meant she was walking out with tits and wangers as though that yeah. was a person. Oh, right. No, tits and wangers was uh, just the, the naked oh, just generally, like a plural. Tits and wangers, yeah. I thought you meant in terms of a noun, no. not as an adjective. Nope. Sauce. It's um, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they shoot the oh, devil child. Um, the the gift kid is not a gift. Yeah, that's right. Shocking she, twist. She, she explodes. She does explode. <laughs> um, it was unexpected. And then everything explodes and all of the creature feature people seem to disappear. That really made me laugh. Yeah, and it was like, oh, right, okay. I guess that's what happened. Then. It's just sort of... It, I'm glad that they did where they went where they went because I was like, if that's if that's the ending, that's so anticlimactic. Um, but no, there's but more yeah. to come. Oh, and then oh yeah, fucking fat faced priest because he's been praying the whole time, going like, oh you know, give us clemency and like show us your will and all that. Just as everything explodes around him, and he doesn't know that the kid's been killed, and that's the trigger to cause this. So he's now all smug and obnoxious, thinking it's his praying that's done the trick, and that he's so fucking special and whatever. And it's like, no, fuck off, love. Mm. Um, Marion did that, you bellen, not you, or God. Um, so um, anyway, yeah. So now the wife has decided she's going to hook back up with her husband. Um, now she's grown bored and wary of priest face, twat face. Um, and then we have this bit. I I can't remember why did they go to this tree. They go to this big, cool, fucking gothic. Oh tree. right, okay. So uh, Trapper, he's he's basically leaving with um, Megan Fanny. Yeah. He's <laughs> stop laughing. Um, you started it. I did. Uh, so yeah, they're basically they're leaving, but then they realise that the. Uh, the wood witch or devil witch is they basically find the that tree with the pond and, yeah, and, they, they, and they see all the faces it, and stuff they just happen across it I think so or, right. or, or maybe they purposely no no I think you now. are right I think you are right yeah and it's a really this is a fucking lush shot it's like this whole whole bit here is so good it's got all of these sunbeams that are kind of coming through this old windy tree and then you've mm. got like the light reflection through the leaves so it's got that kind of like twinkling rainbow effect and then there's got like this the the, the tree itself is re- it's almost silhouetted it's so dark and um it's really well contrasted against like the the light and stuff that's coming through and then as the camera sort of pans lower it gets more misty and more gothic looking as like we get less light coming in yeah and yeah. you've got the you know you've got the little pool as you say and it's bubbling and it's like almost like witches through like toil and trouble kind of thing and it's just the whole thing it just suddenly takes this i suppose i suppose it's not really left turn at all because it is a folk horror type eco horror type film but it just it's just it, we don't see anything else quite like this bit in the film no. um, and I really liked it that was it was fucking lush I loved it yeah um, no, I, t- I totally agree and this is and, they they have to hide don't they because the uh, the devil witch uh, tree witch comes out of the trees yeah yeah oh god that, that got me no, this bit. is a this is a weird weird effect it basically it lays on the floor and then all these kind of like insects are on its belly which mm. is very fulci like um, and then it's weird. It's, it's kind of bubbles, and then like this head kind of explodes out of the stomach. Yeah, I, I, I've got nothing for that. Have <laughs> you? No, I have no do idea. Do you remember that? No, I do, but I just don't. I don't. I don't have an explanation for it. It's fucking no. cool. It's cool. Really cool. I just cool don't effect. understand what's happening. No, 
Unless it's Make, a give birth to itself type that I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm guessing at this point. It makes no sense. No. Um, and then at this point as well, Leah realises something's up. <laughs> this bit which really made me laugh. And I really hate myself laughing because I was like really getting caught up all in, in the drama of it all. And there's this bit where she sort of like, she perks up and then she's like, right, I've got to be off. And she keeps running back and forth, but she keeps going oh, off screen. Right. And then- Back on like, screen. Back on screen. It's like she keeps forgetting where she's going and they had to keep trying the shot again. It's like, no, no love, you're going this way. No, no, too far, <laughs> got to come back this way. And it's just, it's it's almost comical. It's almost like, mm. um, you know, the, the what is it? The um, those skits, um, almost, and it was, it was, made me laugh, it annoyed me that it made me laugh because I was like, it kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. Sticking it, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair But enough. then, what happens? Something happens to Marion, who's the husband. Marion. Oh. Yeah, well, hang on. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Fanny drops a box and wakes up the <laughs> devil. Wakes up the devil witch. <laughs> Fanny drops a box. Uh, which, which folks You asked I've just taken a drink. <laughs> and it sinks into the water, but the uh, then it, oh, that's right. The uh, yeah, tree witch and trapper have a fight, and the tree witch drags him into the water. Yep. So everyone thinks, oh, that's the end of him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Fanny Fanny returns back to the fort, and uh, everyone's fucked, aren't they? I mean, yeah. So fake beard basically died. Um, and fucking Priestly twat face is going. Oh, it's not my fault. He, he, he's he's lost the plot there. Hasn't he's he? yeah. He's really he's he knows he is not going to recoup from this, and he's just a blithering, even more of a blithering idiot. But he has this very kind of vacant vacantness about him, where he's just barely clinging on. Yeah. And he's just sort of very fading, like in terms of he's he's not got any of that gusto. He's not got any of that like self righteousness. He's just this. Again, he's very childlike, this very pathetic, like, whingy, and he's going, oh, it's not my fault. And it's like, first off, it's exactly your fault. Um, and then also as well, like, you know, it, he's still trying to make it about him when he's the last one anyone should be paying attention to. You know, fake beers just died. He's left two kids and a wife and everyone's upset about it. And then he's trying to make it about himself. And then he still can't take responsibility of anything that he's done. No, exactly. Um, you know, it's it's really, yeah, he, he's, I really hate the character, but he's a good character. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, it, it, he's an unlikable, yeah. Yeah, and in my opinion, he's the true villain of everything. I don't... Oh, of course he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, definitely. I don't think that the devil witch is even really a, vil a villain. You know, she's just... Or it's trying to protect just, just his there. land. Just there. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's a good shout. You know, I, I don't <clears throat> think it's it's evil. It's just trying to keep the balance. And um, whereas this guy is just pure selfish arrogance and mm. whatever. Um but it, he, the character, the, the actor does such a bang job of it, like such a bang up job. It's, it's really, really good. Yes. And there's this yeah. really great monologue that, because Fanny's woken up now, obviously, we've been talking about her. Um, but she, because she comes back, doesn't she? And she starts saying this monologue about how um, even like back, back in the day, like, you know, at the dawn of time, man wouldn't understand how fire worked. But they understood that if they got close enough, it would keep them warm. But if it got too close, it would hurt them. And 
Um, it's basically just a big kind of allegory for like don't get too cocky like appreciate yeah. don't the things that you don't understand and things that are bigger than you don't just assume that you know everything, you know about, everything it. about it yeah 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 um you know <clears throat> take what you know like appreciate what you know and like learn your lesson and respect it um and you know this isn't lost on priest ivan he sulks um but it's a really nice i mean she's the, the script on it fair play actually is very um eloquently put far more eloquently than i have just done <laughs> but um but essentially that's that's the gist in there it? and it's it's really well done and it's a really kind of like it's in all this chaos it's a real kind of still moment mm. and it's the one time where actually i think the pacing on it is just right okay yeah i'd agree with that i agree yeah. with that because a lot, a lot of time it's just it is up and down don't quite know what's going on yeah for, for why things are happening yeah um, and then we have this moment where everyone's just fucking off in the morning. Oh, yeah, they, they basically just leaves. And then yeah. he's all like, oh, you're not leaving. That would be ridiculous. I know you better than that. And then he gives, brings out, uh, he's saying this to Eloise, who just flat out is ignoring him, just packing up the cart. And then he brings out this wilting, tiny little bunch of wildflowers. Oh, that's that's going right. to make up for anything. Bless he, him. Yeah. No, that's blessing. Okay. He's fucking lame. He's fucking lame. Well, he is lame because he... everything he does makes me want to punch him in this twat face. He just takes himself into the into the fort, and we hear we hear a gunshot. Is that what happens? Yeah. I thought he just got a bit. No, like... no, he got a rifle. Oh. Yeah, he go, yeah, and he goes and he's basically mumbling to himself inside the fort because yeah. everyone else is gone, and uh, yeah, you hear a gunshot. Oh, I didn't hear that. I thought it was, ah. he just went back into the hut. And he just started seeing things. He just started mm. losing his mind and led down on the floor, just oblivious. No, no. That's what happens. Oh right. I'm okay. Well, all right. But still, it could be. It could have been a bit better. Um. Yeah. So anyway, they all go off and they. <laughs> uh, they start poking at the witch tree face thing again, and it's all pussy and gross. And then all of that a sudden. Gross. All of a sudden, the old lady's gone off and been taken. She just like pops out, and it's like she's got mashed potato all over her face. Oh, that's right. That was <laughs> it looks weird. like she's been pied. That was a weird effect. <laughs> um, I just thought it was hilarious. Um, that was that was an earlier scene, but never mind. Oh, was it? Yeah. I got it okay. here. I no, got it here. Oh, alright. Never mind. No, this, this is a bit and then where, this is where um, it gets all fucking trippy. This is where Leah gets naked. Mm. Yeah, she does. Uh, and I've gotten who the fuck is Marianne? Because they keep going Marianne, Marianne. Uh, it's like... Marion's the husband. Is it? Yeah, it's Marion, not Marianne. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I that I totally lost there. I don't know what the hell was going on there. The tree explodes. Yes. And then Marion is uh, having a fight with the tree witch. Uh, and it's basically strangling it. Yeah. And this is a really weird effect. And then suddenly pulls a glowing frog out of its mouth. Yeah, so she's trying to take the power of the the wood witch devil spirit thing. Um, so that basically she... Because uh, her the, the creature feature from the dead spirit things are going after the family and whatever, the survivors on the river. And um, so, and they're gaining on them, and they're gonna basically take them if they don't do something. So, 
Leah um, takes the power in form of this frog. Um, oh, I see. And bites okay. the frog to take on the power, and that's why they then all vanish because she's like, nah, fuck off, you're doing my bidding now. And this is why she has this power, and this is why I don't get the ending. <laughs> well, no, she, I mean, she grabs it and she chops on it. Yeah. And, and it and explodes. Power. Yeah. It's just, well, what the hell? Um, I, was, I was completely lost at this stage. Yeah, so that's what she's doing. And uh, I mean, it's all these, like, it's so. Again, it's really of its time. All these effects, like so, like they've got. So they've got Marion, who's who's the husband, who's in the tree. He's doing the face busting out thing, and she's like, "You've got to." And the witch is next to him, and he's like, "You've got to pull her out." So he pulls her out of the tree, somehow. <laughs> Never really explained how. Yeah. Um, and Leah's all like, "Right, yeah." And then, um, and then she holds her down, and then she takes the power from her in form of this frog that comes out of her mouth that comes out of the witch's mouth and then she chomps on the frog and takes her power and then calls everything off and um but yeah there's this whole bit where like behind the tree or within the tree there's all this like lights like red light glowing through and it's all a bit rumbly and she's trying to fight the witch with her like powers and there's all these close-ups of her face and she's making this really weird expression and it's all a bit <coughs> intense. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, and then that's what happens. She takes, she takes the frog, she bites it, she takes the power, calls everything off and everything, all the, everyone saved the day. And then we kind of cut to the river where the family and all the remaining survivors are on this sort of raft. And then they, <coughs> they get off the raft and then um, Marion comes back. Yes, he has, written, he has returned and they kiss. It's so gross. Oh. Mm. It's uh, it's just sloppy spit kiss. It's like got that trail of. Spit. And there's that other woman just like looking on. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they're like, oh, we'll just carry on, shall we? Yeah, I know. It's such. It's like this. Is like, does. It's like this wide shot of the three of them, and it's so awkward because this fake beards all really sad that Mister Fake Beard's not dead. come back. <laughs> and they're just like well, snogging sorry, each other's cares. faces off, and it's like, all right, guys. And then she just sort of starts looking away, like, okay, well, this is now getting really weird and mm. awkward. Like, if you guys could just, you know, not. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's that's that scene. <laughs> so, that, and, that, and that's the end of them, isn't it? Really? That yeah, we don't see. They we assume that they're all right, but, but um, however, yeah. Uh, Fanny, <laughs> Fanny yes. and Meg are in the box. Yes, and the other little girl. And the other little girl, whose name. I can't remember. They're they're in it like a, it looks, it looks like a coffin. I don't know how. They... It's just like a little. It's like a like a wooden crate. Wooldn't crate box coffiny type thing. And but apparently they, they've been in that for a week. I don't know. Yeah. Trapped I don't know in the river. where they climbed into. I didn't see that. I think the parents put him in there for safety. Just for safety. Yeah, oh, because why, remember why, that's why, the box yeah. that they let go that that uh, Marion mm. let go with Fanny. Um, and yeah, so they got them in there for safety, and then I guess I don't know. They never intended to pick them up, or who knows? <laughs> or the river took them off. I don't just know. Just let them float down river. Let them float down river. You know, they've got no provisions or anything, and apparently they survived for a week. All three of them in that box on a river. And this, um, uh, yeah, and this is where we return back to with, with the French uh, interrogation as to mm -hmm. why they're in the French territory, and they're like, well, we've just explained it. Yeah, and they're like, well, that's clearly bullshit, so what really happened? And then Leah appears in the fireplace, in the yeah. fire. Yeah, this is where I'm just like, I don't get it. I have no idea what's going on. Because... And she... <sighs> clink, 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 and she says, oh, they won't be alone. 
something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, she says, like, you're going to be fine. And then it's like, well, no, because then one of the dickhead young kids go, oh, because they basically think, as I said earlier, they think that they're going to be, they're like a Trojan horse, that they've got someone with them and helping them and they're, gonna, they're like, you know, infiltrating or whatever. And then um, the little girl, she hands, so Leah hands her this flower somehow, which I thought she was going to use as like, look, look, I've just got this flower from the fucking from, fireplace. From the fireplace. And that's what I thought. She doesn't know. No, she just goes, oh, yeah, no, we're not alone. And it's like, oh. And then, and then the guard, French guard, who just stood there, his eyes turn like demon-like, yellow-eyed, animalistic. Demon. And then yeah, that's it. It's the witchy eyes. And so, so I okay. So I've got a thing because I'm like I was really fucking confused. Like I don't get how the wood witch, despite all of her power being taken, is now possessing the officer. And I mean, obviously, I mean, what I think like is that which because they basically say like look we'll go check out your story we'll go to this place we'll you know see what's up kind of thing see if we can get your story verified in the meantime off you trot probably to jail um so how it, they are fine no clue um and what a flower is going to do no clue but i think like the witch is then still trying to protect the forest from the pioneers going there but i don't really understand how she's managed to do that when her powers have been taken and they're nowhere near the fucking forest yeah so I just, I, I mean, if anyone, if anyone can fill in any of the blanks that we please do, here, please, because I do like this film. Um, I just, I don't get all of it, you know. Um, yeah. So if anyone can kind of fill in those blanks, that would be, please, please that would be great. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, but I mean, you know, and that, and that's the end. That's that's the end of the film. That's it. Um, Okay. So what, I mean, what things do you think it does well? Um, what do I think it does well? I, th I think, I think the, I think the concept. Yeah. I, I think the story is, is, is a good one. Yeah. But it, I don't think it's told particularly well. It's a really clunky execution. It's very it? clunky. Could that be a budget thing? Badly, just the way they've edited it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it could be a number of things. Oh. I don't think it's a budget thing because I think you can write a tight script yeah, without okay. a budget. No, no, that's true. It's true. Um, however, there there are some cool effects for its time. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, and if they're uh, not cool, they're funny. <laughs> there's some weird stuff going on. But yeah, no, I mean, I like the yeah the cow's head. Um, I like the trees mm. and there's, you know, weird shit going on with the mm -hmm. trees. Um, the actual wood witch I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's things I, I, I like. Um, I just, as you say, I just think the execution of the story is very clunky. And yeah. there are times I'm, I'm literally, I'm not, not shaking my head, but I was just like, I literally have no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I did as well. I was the same. So what? Yeah, like why? I'm glad that's why? Because I thought it was maybe just okay. Me just... I mean, maybe on a, on a second watch you'd be able to piece it together a bit better. Possibly. Um, you know, <laughs> they, they they did just certain things that they did particularly badly. Like I don't think the set the initial setup was bad. In you know they're saying different people's names. I had no idea who the, who the hell who was who. I don't know. The guy was called Marion. Yeah, yeah. There's not a clear introduction of characters when it comes to things like names. And the only reason I know it was was because I was checking it out on IMDb. Oh, okay. Um, you know, um, I think 
Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with what you sort of said there. I think like there are elements that could be made a lot clearer. I think that the concept is cool. I think that there's some really cool um, sort of um, like themes going on. Um, I think that, you know, the stuff with, um, you know, the, um, the settlements and stuff at the time and just the horrific takeover of indigenous land um which is still unfortunately so fucking relevant today yeah um i don't understand how hundreds of years later this shit is still a fucking issue um but yeah i think that they deal with that stuff really well i think that's really cool like you know um and i also was well i agree with you about the the effects i think some of the effects were a bit laughable but i think um for considering the type of film it is the budget they probably had and the time i think they did well with what they had mm. um, and there were some bits that were really gross and some bits that were really cool and I think that the timing of some of the more kind of jump scout moments were done really well um, and yeah, yeah I, think, I think it just needs to be honed better yes. and I think it needs to have a bit mm. of a tighter script um, and a bit of a bigger budget just to help it along with some of that execution, especially when it comes to the effects. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, for what it is, I, I, I had a good time with it. Um, I, it. I don't know if I'll rush back to it, but I'm glad that I watched it. And yeah, the, the concept is cool. I also think as well, just with regards to the themes on it, I do think that like not only does it apply to indigenous lands and things, but just generally like the environment on the whole, like... You know, you think about like the earth is this massive resource, but we like abuse it and we constantly take from it and, and damage it. And mm. in the end, like we've seen even just recently this last year, we've seen nature sort of fighting back, so to speak, as a direct result of our abuse of the, of the planet, mm. you know, things mm -hmm. like forest fires and floods and whatever. But, you know, our arrogance and laziness and greed, all of these things that the priest displays yeah, yeah prevents us from stepping point, back and point. and like stop what we're doing he doesn't stop he still wants to continue he feels that yeah, he knows he better yeah. um but there needs to be this balance which i think is what leah is portraying um like she wants the land as i said you know she wants the land to be protected but she's also happy to use it you know she when she eats the mud and dances in the rain she's using the land but she's <laughs> yeah. but it's respectful and it's when it's required kind of thing she doesn't want to harm people um you know, even when, you know, it kind of annoyed me that she didn't have a reaction to, to finding out that the priest had a hand in killing her mum. But it obviously shows what, like, a passive kind of benevolent sort of person or being or whatever that she does. Whereas, like, um, the wood witch does focus on more, I don't want to say evil, but definitely more... Retro, the dark, like, darker aspects, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, and then, like, you know it sort of allows but at the same time like she doesn't do anything to stop their demise either so it's almost like just as i say keeping the balance like she like you make your decisions you deal with the consequences but the children the innocent ones who are, are who have nothing to do with this i'll protect you but you know you guys you know you yeah like lie the bed that you lie in the bed that you made basically so i quite like that kind of stuff um you know so and i think like there's a bit I've got at the end where obviously like the little girl fucked up by saying they weren't alone and I think with Leah like she because it really just confused me why she was like oh that you'll be okay it's like either she understands that they'll be okay because the wood witch will stop the men and maybe that'll help them or 
maybe it's the thing of like she's done what she can and the rest is up to them to survive I, I don't know it's very ambiguous I thought but mm. those are kind of like my last bits on it but I think yeah overall it's 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 interesting it's it's well acted you know, I can't fault it for for the performances yeah. in it. And it had um, it had some good cinematography, some good, some really good, great cinematography, really good shots. Um, and the score was pretty good as well, really. Yeah, yeah, the score was cool. Yeah, we haven't really talked about the score, but it was it was good. Like it was, um, there was some really kind of like, because this is a bit of a western as well, isn't it? Um, yeah, I suppose so. And um, in fact, I think actually on IMDb, it's down as a western as well as a horror. Um, but it uh, like there has this one bit where. It has that kind of like Western country type, like you know, music with like the mouth accordion and yes. strings and things. I think doesn't it? And like yeah. that was kind of cool. But um, yeah, the the score didn't like pop out at me loads. But when it did, I remember going, oh, "That's kind of cool." Yeah, there's sort of some cool like '80s synthy things going on. Yeah, with the light effects and stuff. It, yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Because when she has her first vision at the beginning about the rope breaking. It very much gave me Carrie vibes, which is why I thought I was going to maybe get like a bit of a because it came out after Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because of that kind of like jarring jing kind of thing that is they kind of use in Carrie as well. I thought, oh, maybe it's gearing up to be a bit like she's going to have like her revenge. <laughs> she never did. Mm. She never did. Um, but yeah, have you got anything else to say on this one? Uh, don't think so. I think no. I think we pretty much covered it yeah, on this yeah. one. Do you want to give your score? Okie dokie. Um, I'm going to give it six mud-covered nudies out of ten. Oh, nice. I got seven mashed potato faces out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> nice. See, I thought you'd give that score. I oh, did you? I yeah. thought you were going to give a lower score, actually. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, just because you generally give, like, your higher scores are... Wait, the way that you do it, because your lower scores are higher than the average person. Oh, wait, which way around is it? That's right. You, yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> my lower scores are higher than the average, but yes. my higher scores are generally lower than the average. Yeah, yeah. So everything's average. Everything's all over. <laughs> Just, everything's neutral. Everything's average. Non-committal. <laughs> Everything so is average. <laughs> so that's that. On uh, to yeah. the next one. Law Abiding Citizen from 2009. This is my one. Yeah, and um, yeah, so we're going to listen to a trailer. I think with this one, because it's, it's not so difficult to understand and it is um, a lot more modern and people have probably seen this one a lot more likely or can a lot more easily. Um, we'll just kind of have a general chit chat about it as opposed to going through by through. But, um, but yeah, we're going to crack on the trailer and then we'll come back and we'll do our usual blurby stuff. So yeah, Thanks see you in a minute. Good. Hi. Yeah. Go wash up for dinner, pumpkin head. Okay, I got it. We gotta get out of here. What are you doing? Come on. This is a Shelton case. Where are we? Let's make the deal. They killed a little girl, Nick. Some justice is better than no justice at all. You need to tell the husband. No, I don't understand. With Darby's testimony, Ames will go to death row. What? The jury's gonna believe me. But the deal is done. I'm sorry. This is just how the justice system works. What was supposed to be a painless execution has turned into something out of a horror film. The machine was corrupted. Who could have done this? 
I killed your friend Ames in prison, but I wanted to keep you all for myself. Your heart is beating so fast. Me too. Did you murder Clarence Darby? You killed my wife and child. I guess we're done here. Counselor. You might want to cancel your 12.30 lunch with Judge Roberts. Hello? You and whoever else you have helping you are going to pay. And you're the one who makes deals with murderers, yeah. So I've come to make mine. Release me or what? Or I kill everyone. We have him locked up and he's still killing people? I found a couple of contract payments from the Department of Defense. Tell us what we're dealing with. The spy? Spies are a diamond dozen. Clyde is a brain, and he was the best. If Clyde wants you dead, you're dead. We're gonna lock the city down, put an armed cop on every corner. He's in jail because he wants to be in jail. <laughs> I'm gonna bring the whole system down on your head. the trailer um it's been a good one for trailer itself trailer it's the advert is that better advert advert <laughs> um so yeah this is laura biden citizen from 2009 as i said um a frustrated man decides to take justice into his own hands after a plea bargain sets one of his family killers free mm. yes it is directed by f gary gray writer previously mentioned kurt wimmer um, and it stars Jared Butler, Jamie Foxx, Leslie Bibb, Cole Meany, Bruce McGill, Michael Irby, Gregory Itzin, Regina Hall, and anyone else worth mentioning? Viola no. Davis. Ooh. Uh, but otherwise, no. Um, oh, Roger Bart's in it, actually. He's, and oh, and Michael Kelly. All right, yeah, it's got a fair few people in here, actually. Christian Stolt, he is an important character. Christian Stolt. Anyways, Yes, he plays Darby. Ah, yes, he does. And we should, so we should mention him. Um, cool, yes. So I've got a bit more trivia on this one to make up for it. Not loads, but um, enough. And it's pretty good. Um, so, <laughs> hopefully. Jared Butler and his manager created a production company called Evil Twins. Law Abiding Citizen was the first project that they took on. Oh, I didn't know that. Guess who was originally set to direct this movie? And it makes perfect sense when you hear who it is. Who is it? Shall I tell you? Go on then. Oh, <laughs> otherwise you'll be here for a yeah. couple of days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank Darabont. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right? Frankie, yeah. Yeah, see yeah, that? you can see that, right? Uh, he left the project due to creative differences, um, as he had also created a draft for the script. Um, apparently it was all very amicable, like in an interview, Jared Butler was like, oh, you hear like, you know, creative differences and you think there's this, this massive like blowout or whatever. And he was just like, no, it was just literally that he wanted to go one direction and they decided they were going to go another direction. And then he even did a revised script for them, um, including the stuff that they were kind of more gearing towards. And he was like, there you go, do what you want with it. And I'm, I'm, I'm don't off. worry about it. I'll see you later. And it was all very Bloody hell. chill. I'm a cool. Yeah, um, and he is uncredited in the in the uh, the 
end credits, but he is down on MD, uh, IMDb sorry, as Script Doctor. Oh, okay. Um, when Jamie Foxx first met Jared Butler, he kept saying his name wrong to the point that Jared Butler had to tell him. <laughs> I think he kept calling him Gerard. Okay. I think this is Jared. Um, on set, Jamie Foxx and Jared Butler would discuss whether Nick, so that is Jamie Foxx's character, Nick's decision to make a deal was correct. Jamie said he thought it was whereas Jared Butler didn't think that it was right at all. And in fact, Jared Butler is trained as a lawyer with honours before he turned to acting. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, originally, Jared Butler was going to play Nick, but the producers got a call from Jamie Foxx's agent asking whether he'd be into playing Clyde instead because Jamie really wanted to play Nick. Um, as soon as it was propositioned to Jared, his eyes widened at the prospect and he was immediately into it because it turns out he had also been eyeing the role of Clyde. <laughs> um, ah. So yeah, a little switcheroo there. And apparently it was right before they were supposed to start shooting. <laughs> um, I'm glad they stuck with, with, with yeah. who, who they have done. Yeah, well, I don't know who was originally supposed to be playing Clyde if Jared Butler hadn't been. Right, okay. So it's not like Jamie Foxx was there to play Clyde. He just wanted the role. Right, and he's friends with the director so I think that was a little bit of you know um, Jamie Foxx brought in the idea of Nick being this suave lawyer type guy who's kind of out for himself at the beginning he based this on real life district attorney, attorneys um, uh, like who are all about like because apparently they're always all about like the conviction rates and the ego and the profile and whatever and, like, yeah yeah I can see that yeah uh, so he brought that aspect in um, yes they shot the interview scenes, so you know when they're in that big round cage type thing when he first comes in to speak to Oh, him. right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a real active prison. Bloody hell. Yeah. Oof. During during shooting, they'd have to pause to let inmates through that space. Um, Jared Butler said that he said he could sympathise with the prisoners being in shackles whilst walking through as he'd been chained up all day as well. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, the cast and the crew will be on like the outside of the cage as they walked through the centre wow. of that cage. Yeah. And like, apparently, the inmates had no idea what was happening, and they were just watching everyone. Like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Mm. Um, three weeks before shooting the cemetery scene, you know which one I mean, with all the explosions. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. The original plan was just to use a rocket launcher. Um, but F. Gary Gray, the director, changed his mind because he didn't think that it made sense and it wouldn't be entertaining. So he challenged Lucas Foster, the producer. Oh my God, I would hate, I would hate him so much if he, if we were three weeks before shooting, he came at me with this. To get a robot suitable for the scene and what they were trying to accomplish, as well as a military grade automatic weapon approved by the government. <laughs> In three weeks. What hell? So the producer was obviously hesitant at first, not only for time, but also for budget, because apparently the government, like any time a film gets um, permission to hire one of these weapons or whatever, um, they can just like hike up the price last minute if they want. Um, yeah, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. So um, the director, um, F. Gary Gray, it, he basically spent 30 minutes trying to persuade um Lucas Foster uh, before he turned around and he said he's like alright I'll see what I can do three huh. weeks later they had the robot the Boom. machine gun and the rocket and we're rolling so, good lad yeah came through there's an alternative ending where Nick is on his way home with Dunnigan so that's the guy who comes with him to the prison at the end 
and Dunnigan is driving. Um, Dunnigan gets a call and the phone explodes when he lifts it to his ear, causing the car to crash. Nick survives, but it's left ambiguous as to what happens next and whether he survives overall. They scrap the idea in pre-production, but like the idea of the phone exploding, and so put it in the scene with the judge instead. What was going to be scrapped turned out to be one of the biggest crowd-pleasing moments in the film. Last bit. During an advanced screening, the car explosion scene received an applause. Really? <laughs> yeah, the one outside of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jared Butler was in that screening... <laughs> And he said that he was not only amazed by this, as this is the point where we're supposed to turn on his character a little bit, but also a little bit worried that that was their reaction. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. That's yeah. An odd reaction. It's an odd reaction, because I'm heartbroken nice. in that moment. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, so you hadn't seen this before, had I you? I hadn't. No, no, it's my first watch. Uh, I I'm watched, so excited to hear I wa- watched it with my wife. Did thought, you? Yeah, I thought, come on, it's not... It's not really a horror movie, so... No, come and, I've watched come, this with my partner a lot. Come and watch this with me. So so we sat down uh, yesterday and we watched it. And glad we did. Yay! That sounds good and promising. And that's it, bye. <laughs> that's all you <laughs> wanted me to say. Such an ass, such an ass. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So, um, all right, so if we... So I... Oh, when did I first watch this film? I, have a, I can't remember, honestly. I think I might have even watched it at the cinema. Did you? Okay. I think I might have done. But I've had it on Blu-ray forever. I think I'm pretty sure... I, I, the reason why I'm pretty sure I watched it at the cinema is because I don't have any recollection of watching it at the cinema. But I remember wanting to buy it as soon as it came out. So I must have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I've had it on Blu-ray forever. Um, and I watch it maybe once every couple of years. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't watch it for a little bit. And then I watched it only a few months after having Ava oh that was a mistake <laughs> yes um, yeah yes. both me and Michael watched it together and we were just like oh uh, shit yeah that actually that that opening scene is horrific is horrific and actually Marianne was eating and she said oh, I feel I actually feel sick it's horrible um it's yeah it's just what what's what's darby's line that he uses oh can't fight fate no it wasn't no not that oh kids oh, love me oh as he yeah. picks yeah it's just oh yeah Ooh. the saving grace i have is when you see the crime photos this crime scene photos later is she's still clothed Oh, which right, I don't okay. think she would be if anything else had happened, and I'm sticking to that because I don't want to think about it otherwise. Okay, to... well, that's unfortunately what you don't want to think, I think. Mm. Yeah, I know. Happen. I'm choosing not to. So, I'm choosing not to. Okay, so it, 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 sets, it sets you on side with... Um... Oh, immediately, because before we have this invasion, it's literally... A minute into the film when this home invasion happens but we see him and he's working on something and she's making a little daddy bracelet with the little beads and stuff yeah and he's like, oh, really hey, nice moment yeah. pumpkin and it's yeah. all, oh, it just you feel that paternal love from him in the first five seconds yeah totally agree and totally we're agree. on board with him immediately from that point and then so when and then you know wife's cooking dinner and the door's banging and he's just like oh go get it and it's all unassuming and then bam he gets bolted in the head with a fucking baseball bat and he's out on the floor mm. and he's then gagged and cuffed oh. I, do, I, I do have a slight issue with this scene okay 
in that. So they're obviously there to, to rob. Okay? Yes. Aren't they? So yes. Wh why they've already kind of, you know, I mean, it's well known that if you're a thief or along those lines, if you get caught, you'll go down for X number of years. Mm -hmm. If you then start stabbing them up or killing or raping or whatever, going down those lines, mm. then obviously you're going for life or for... I, I think that Darby was always there to do that. I don't think the other, I don't think Ames was. I think oh, he was okay. there to rob, but I think Darby just didn't tell him that's what he was going to do because he's clearly sick. Like he's clearly got uh, that he's... real sadistic... He's, he's yeah. gleeful when he when he does what he does. You know, he takes he takes fun in it. So I think he always went in with that intention and just didn't tell Ames. Okay. No, 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 that, that does make sense. It does make sense. And it just makes his character even more despicable. Yeah. And what happens, what happens with this plea deal, even more horrific because he is just such a different type of animal. Yeah. And he's the one who gets off essentially. Um, and we feel so, this is the thing this is what I love about this film more like this is what I think sets this film apart over other films I mean, I just realized, there's not many films quite like this but it sets it apart from any other kind of like thriller cat and mouse kind of thing because it really it really takes you on a journey and makes you question your own ethics and morals like you know on surface level it does. No, we would it does. never justify this but when we're watching it, we are rooting for Clyde, and we want him to call, like we don't turn on him when he's torturing and murdering no, Darby. That's right. We don't turn on him when he sends the tape to the family and, and and Nick's little girl sees that. We don't turn on him when he stabs up his um, his his jail his cellmate. We don't, you know it takes a lot for us to turn on him because we've had these these very brief moments where he's shown such vulnerability and such pain and even if you're not a parent you feel that and you can understand that and it's when he starts taking out people we care about like uh, Leslie Bibb's character. Um, that's yeah, that's the turning point. And that's when that's when we're like, oh, he's dude, going, yo. he's going too far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but even by the end, because we're all like, oh shit, but I still am not completely not on his side. And then when he's, at, right at the end, when he's playing with the daddy bracelet, I'm right back on his side again. Yeah. Even though I know better. You know? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah the justice I, I, I system that. is shit. Yeah. The justice system is flawed. It is shit. It shouldn't be this way. There should be better implements put in place. Mm. And I see it completely um, from from his side, but I'm a very emotionally driven person, though. So no, maybe, really. I mean, I know I keep it real cool, <laughs> but like <laughs> I think it shit like that does affect me more, and I am more likely like if like okay, I'm not going to say I'm going to murder anyone because this is a recording and this will go out. But I was if hypothetically I was going to kill somebody, it probably would be out of passion. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna. Okay. But if hypothetically <laughs> I was going to, it would be probably a crime of passion as opposed to something like meticulously laid out. Right. Okay. Or like I wouldn't do what Clyde's doing. Basically, I'd probably just <laughs> be far more messy about it and end up on death row myself. Is <laughs> 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 basically what would happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, this I, I just feel like this film really takes us on this emotional journey as well as all the thrills and spills and gore and action. I I, I think you're right. It does. It. it um, 
you're jumping from person to person on, on as to whose side yeah you're taking you know, yeah are you on nick's side are you on um clyde's side mm. whose side are you yeah who is who is the good guy and who's the bad yeah. guy yeah and who has the moral high ground here and who's because you know at the beginning nick is kind of an arsehole like he it doesn't matter what he says in terms of like the case he's hey, really yeah. doing it to keep his numbers up because he's got a 97 a 96 um percent conviction rate and he, he doesn't want to fuck it up he doesn't yeah it shows absolutely zero care whatsoever yeah. towards clyde it's just, fact, it's very, sorry. Ma- sorry, it's just saying it's very matter of fact and mm. just it shows no empathy at no. all. No, and he does it without even telling Clyde at first. He doesn't even say, hey, dude, this is what yeah. we're going to do and I'm really fucking sorry, but... Actually, if you we've already it done this, it, yeah. He's like, well, I've done it, so tough. I'll see you later. <sighs> and you can tell that he's disgusted by Darby and you can tell that he knows that Darby did it. He doesn't. He refuses to shake his hand at first, obviously it... You know, the guy grabs his hand outside of court for the press but like in court he doesn't acknowledge him he doesn't like you know shake his hand or take his pen or anything like that he's disgusted by him and I think he knows that he probably could have done more but he rationalises it for himself by saying ah yeah but your eyewitness testimony do you know what I mean like they'll pick it apart and you know the DNA evidence was like you know it, it wasn't admissible and you know and all of this and he rationalised it that way but I think he knows that he probably could have done more and especially when um, his his colleague Jonas he says like was that the right decision are you sure like and he's just yeah. like yeah absolutely but I think he knows um, and and this is what Clyde says at the end, isn't it? It's like even if we'd gone to court, and even if it had gone through, we'd gone through all the motions of it to get to the end. Even if yeah, they had both gotten out, I could have lived with that because you tried. Mm. Now I have no idea what could have happened because you didn't try, and so now I've been like I've had to take things. I mean, forced, had to. forced into my forced. But yeah. in his mind, yeah, they forced him to take matters into his own hand because they've not done their job properly and they've let this things like this slip through the cracks of the quote-unquote justice, justice system. system yeah yeah you know and i think this, these are the questions that like i think is really cool that they raise because not many you know because this is a, a real justice system this is a real thing that happens all the time and you know how i mean generally the impression that we get from the uk is that americans are very proud of their um sort of their justice and their diplomacy and you know, and, and following the system and all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And the fact that you have this film that sort of dares to go, no, it's shit, actually. I think it's a, kind of a big deal, especially in 2009, you know, way before all of the kind of like, you know, uh, you know, corrupt cop stuff became mainstream and and things, you know. And you yeah, have this film okay. that's got Jared Butler and Jamie Foxx and shit in it. And it's just like, yeah, it's really kind of shining a light on, on all the flaws of that system. I think it's really kind of yeah. very cool. Um, can we can we talk about something I know you want to talk Ooh. about? Go on then. Can we talk about Darby's kill scene? <laughs> and also Thames as well. Uh, a- Ames is. Ames is even. Yeah, the two of them. Both uh, of them. Okay, we're going to talk about Ames. His was first. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really good. It's it predictable, mind. I think that's okay, though. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Because that's not the focus. No, I, I know it's not the focus, but yeah, it, it, I, I, I knew exactly what was coming. 
Yeah. Um, I really love that scene, though, with how they offset it with the cello recital of of Nick's daughter. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, flipping from from one one scene to the other. Yeah, and like the curtains, you know, drawing and the curtains drawing of the of the of of the execution room, and you know them standing up to sort of as he comes in, and then yeah, and then the mum standing up to applaud her daughter, and just how it's all. It's so unnerving because it's it's back to back with this little girl doing her cello recital. It's so innocent and it's such a good thing to be contrasted with the absolute horror that's about to play out in this in this execution. At exactly the same time, yeah. Yeah, it's really good, really that, powerful. That, that was cool. Um, yeah. Carry on, sorry. No, I just say it was, and then obviously, yeah, he, he gets the injection, and then um, yeah, shit it's, goes down. It's been tampered with, it and has. there's some horrible shit popping in through his. Through his body and it kills him yeah. in a horrible, horrible way. It's really horrible. It's, it's, done so it's well. really good. Good. The I thought it was really good. The effect of his his face, you know, mm. all his veins and everything, all just yeah, and the discoloring of his, oh, his skin. It kind of goes gross. purplish, and and then you see like these like spools of blood underneath his shirt as his mm. skin's cracking open from whatever the fuck's in there. It's really gnarly in that. So, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, uh, Marion was like, "Can I look now?" Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> what did Marion think of it, real quick, by the way? Uh, she enjoyed it. She enjoyed yeah? it. Uh, yeah. She thought uh, she wasn't sure if it was the right film for her at, at the very beginning. Oh, okay. Because um, of Darby's kill scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like, "What are you making me watch?" However, she did say, "I'm on the edge of my seat through, throughout." Literally mm. said, my heart rate is going through the roof. Uh, I, I feel anxious, and I haven't felt anxious since I've seen the film Seven. Wow! And I can I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. It's a real like edge of your seat thriller. This film. I I really I think that the first what 10, 20 minutes are very much played out with a lot of horror movie aspects, like more grown up horror movie, if it makes sense. Like more of your kind of uh, like torture porn styly brutality as opposed to say something like a slasher. Yeah. But, um, and then it goes, obviously le- kind of leaves that behind for the most part and goes into more thriller aspect. But I think that it's, if it was like that all the way through, I don't think it would have maybe the same impact. And I think that we would lose our sympathy for Clyde a lot earlier on. Um, but, Obviously, the way that his character thinks and the level of hurt and vengeance that he's feeling, it makes sense that he goes to these extreme levels because of the type of character his character is and and his intelligence and everything else that we find out about him. Mm. And then, you know, and then to see how he's basically just playing a big, big game of chess with with all of these, um, you know, law representatives. Yeah. And see how all of that plays out. Um, and see how it all unfolds. That ending is one of the most awesome endings. I'm so glad they kept it in. Oh, the ending, um, yes. Oh, we'll get end, to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I think that the yeah it's 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 a brutal watch. First twenty minutes is brutal, but I think if you can get past that, it's so like obviously for fans of horror like you and I, it's like it's you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, not the first first bit that's horrible, but you know after that it's like oh yeah, fucking retribution, bitch. Um, but like for someone who's not someone who's not really like a horror fan, like I can imagine that being quite hard to swallow. And yeah. then, but if you but if you can get past that, it's so rewarding, you know? Yeah. 
I'm really glad that she she did and she and she enjoyed it. She yeah, felt definitely. Tense and stuff. But so tell me about Derby scene. A Derby scene. Well, basically, yeah. Obviously, um, uh, Clyde's basically captured him and has basically brought him back. Oh no, that's right, because he's he's paralysed him. Yes. Uh, he's paralysed him. He tricked him and he's paralysed him and he's brought him back to one of his warehouses, which he's mm -hmm. bought, and he's going to get some serious payback. Yeah. Um, and basically, he straps him down. Well, he can't really move anyway because he's paralysed. But he gives him adrenaline, which I thought was really dark. Mm -hmm. So and he doesn't pass out. So he doesn't pass out. He's got a thing stuck in his mouth so he can't swallow his tongue. Yep. Gets um, a big mirror so he can actually see himself being, being tortured. tortured. And, yeah. and a picture of... Um, the wife his and wife daughter, and his which, daughter and he films it as well and he films it whilst wearing a um very dexter-esque what's the like a, apron welders welders yeah um, welders mask, mask and an ape like a leather apron type thing and and he goes to town on him and then oh, basically he does you don't see the the chopping up etc or you're just about to see him stick it on his leg but you don't see the actual decapitation all the other shit that he does to him uh, but you do see his remains and what yeah. fucking mess that That's was. That's like something out of Seven or, or like Definitely. Or Saw or something. Yeah, it's just basically body parts oh, everywhere. everywhere. And what we do also see is we see um, Darby's reaction. We see him react to the pain. Um, like we see his and like him sort of like not being able to scream or do anything. And... Um, yeah, and we sort of see blood fly a little bit, don't we, I think? Yeah. Yeah. And it's all alluded to, because obviously, like, it's just an 18. I don't know what rating it is in America, so they might have edited it out a little bit to get, like, a slightly lower rating, but I feel like it's actually really powerful because we know what's happening. And he's also, as well, beforehand, he's sort of detailed to him all the things that he'll do. Like, he's going to cut his eyelids out so he can't close his eyes. He's going to, like, use a, um, a wood cut, like, a, no, a box cutter to cut off his penis and like all of this kind of stuff so we know what's going to happen and it just lets our imaginations run with it it know? does yeah and then he sends the tape to nick's house and unfortunately his little girl thinks it's the recital tape of her cello recital <laughs> and just sticks it straight in the video there VCR we go let's watch this oh and she is traumatized she and that's is like much so. i feel so bad because that would fuck you up permanently yeah yeah um and this is how Nick kind of gets like a clue as to what's going on because first off he, he sees because on Ames's um, on one of the injection things or something or other it, it says can't fight fate and Darby says not only said that to Jared Butler's character Clyde when um, he was killing his family and, and also trying to kill him but he also says it to Nick as Nick is on his way out of court that's it yeah um so he understands that can't fight fate is linked to these crimes and then when they see Ames's body and he finds out about the videotape and stuff there's only really one place they're gonna go um and then we have a really nice pitch uh, like shot of uh jared butler naked and he really puts the butt in butler <laughs> <laughs> you like that bit do you yeah uh, I did. And I really like my little pun. I was very proud of it when I thought of it. <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and yeah, and then they basically, this is 
this is the the chess game and he basically he uses the system against them he knows all the loopholes and he manipulates those loopholes um to get where he wants to go and you know he's he's, he's planned it out hasn't he he has planned every single every, every single detail and he's way ahead of them oh way ahead way of them, ahead of yeah. them. Because he thinks he's got a confession, and he's just like, no, what I've technically said is this, and that is not a confession. He's like, I fantasized about killing them, sure. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, because um, you... And he, he asked him the questions. Every single way he answers, he never says anything directly. It, it, he just that, says yeah, everything hypothetically. That was, very, that was very obvious. Yeah, and then he throws back the line that Nick says to him when he's like, well, we have evidence, we have this, we have this. And he's just like, it's not about what you can prove, it's about, uh, so it's not what you know, it's what you can prove in court. And then he throws that line back in his face. He's just like, yeah, I got you, bitch, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, both of these actors in this, the way that they play off each other is so fucking good. Very good, very good, yeah. Um, and I really love the scene as well when he's on, when they're sort of seeing whether he can get bail. Oh, it went in the, in the courtroom. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He, I, I thought, yeah, he did excellent there. Fire, right? Really, really good. So good, because yeah, they're about to let him go because he uses all of this like law stuff. Like, well, based on this, because um, in America, I don't know if they do it here, but in America, this shows how much American TV I watch. Um, if you have something happen in one trial, you can. Even if it's the if it's the first time happening or whatever, it sets a precedent. You can then use that as an example to have that same thing occur in in your trial kind of thing. And it's like, you know, in the case of such and such versus such and such, they had this happen, so therefore it can be applied here. And he essentially does he, he essentially does all of that, and um, and they're about to give him bail, and he's just like, what the fuck are you doing to this judge? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like yeah. the whole point why I'm here is because you think I'm suspecting, I'm, I'm suspicious of this. And now you can let me out. And now you let me out. And he goes yeah. nuts, and she's just like, right, no, get him out of here, get him out of here. <laughs> On his way, I was like, I bet you take it up the fucking ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's so good. It's so satisfying because yeah, you're with him at this point. Um, and yeah and then he has he, he gets the uh the defense lawyer and he has him on like a timer and buried alive and and all the while he's in prison and they're like how the fuck is he doing this he must have this accomplice well this is it you throughout the film you're thinking well who's 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 with him who's on his side yeah yeah and you're like we literally we literally were like well who is it well, mm. can't, we can't you know it can't be him it can't be him and you're always guessing throughout the film who who is his accomplice. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Like, obviously, I've seen the film, so I don't do that anymore, but, like, I remember doing oh, yes. that, yeah. like, one of, like, the earlier watches, I remember having that thought. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, it's just, it's just, as I say, everything. And if, and it kind of reminds me of Saw, of the original Saw, in a way, because if they, if they just did what he says, then, then it would be fine. Then it would be all right. Yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah, it does. Yeah, like with, with the law, with the uh, prosecutor lawyer, he's, he's underground. He's only got a certain amount of oxygen, right? And he's like, right, I will tell you, you have to bring me this steak meal exactly at one o'clock, exactly at one o'clock, and I will that, tell that, you where he that is. That did that definitely had that 
Saw vibe to it, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And they got him at eight minutes past one because the fucking warden is just like, I'm not rushing for this guy. I'm like, he's not on my, I'm not on his time. He can yeah. Fuck off. And they're checking through the, his steak and stuff, aren't they? So. Yeah, yeah. And he just he he, he checks him, checks the food again, completely unnecessarily, just purely out of spite because Jamie Foxx is trying to hurry him up. And um and yeah, and if they had got to him at the time that they would have got to him if they had gotten this food when he said he would have survived. Yeah. And not that that justifies it or anything, but it's just like, it's their ego constantly thinking they know better, thinking they can like outsmart him or whatever. And every time, every He's time, one step ahead of the game. Yeah. And it's like, if you'd just done what I asked, and he even says that at one point, it's like, if you'd just done as I'd asked. Then you would have, you know? yeah. And that, and ho- that scene in, in the cell when he's eating, sharing the steak. Oh, Bloody yeah. hell, that was, that was pretty cool. Even the steak is on purpose because he uses the T-bone as a weapon to stab his cellmate. Yeah. And then he goes into solitary. And, and he's in solitary and he's still killing people. And that just blows their mind even further to the point where it gets... How? How is he doing it? How is he doing it? And she, this is Viola Davis playing the mayor. And she's just like, the fuck? Come on, he's in his jail cell. We have, are you telling me we have this guy in jail and he is still killing people? He is bringing the city to its knees? You know, and like, yeah, quite rightly she's pissed off and quite rightly they're sheepish as fuck. Um, but we find out, don't we? Because we find, we, they, this, because this is a bit of a neo noir, this film, I think. They're like, so much of the cinematography alludes to it, the way that they use shadow and light. And then this scene really cinches it for me, where they get this kind of big, because uh, uh, Leslie Bibb's character, who's basically like a lawyer and she's sort of uh, a bit of a protege of, of, of Nick's. That's it, yeah. And, um, you know, she's very idealist and a really good person generally. and. Uh, but she's obviously very worried and she reaches out to one of her contacts um, who basically can do deep dives on people. Uh, he's a spy. Yes. Um, and she, re- basically, the, the, we'll, skip, we'll skip over a bit and we'll go back to it. Uh, but basically, yeah, he um, arranges a, a meeting with Nick and um, his one of his colleagues. And they meet in this, like, tunnel kind of thing <laughs> alleyway very, yeah very yeah. deep throat very kind of like you know oh, in the shadows kind of like you may as well have like a, a cigarette where you can just see the light of the cigarette <laughs> kind of thing out of emerging from the shadows it's very that um and basically we find out that clyde is this like mastermind brain who is like who he's who you call in if you want someone dead, but you, but he won't even be in the room kind of thing. Uh, if you want to do it so discreetly that there cannot be a paper trail kind of thing. Yeah. And he basically, um, he says, he says, he says, uh, he's like, oh, so he's a spy. And he's just like, no, spy, spies are one of fucking dozen. Clyde is something spy. else. Something else. And he's like, if Clyde wants you dead, you're dead. You know, he's like, so what are you saying? You're saying we can't stop him. And then this guy's like, you know, walk into a cell and put a bullet in his head. Aside from that, no, you can't stop it. Can't stop him, no. And this is when they first really start to take the gravity of the situation seriously. And and as an audience, we start to kind of go, oh, shit. He's a badass. You know? He is not just this outraged family guy who had 10 years to plan something. No, no, he does this for a living. And then when you go back and watch it and you see him at the beginning, he's clearly working on some sort of thing for his job at the beginning with his daughter. Um, because it's all this fucking tech shit which you don't really pay attention to because it's not really focused no that's right yeah but it is and you're like oh fuck so when you watch it a second time yeah look out for that 
And then, um, but yeah, but we've had already at this point, we've had, because he says like, you let me out at 6 a.m. Otherwise, like shit's gonna go down. It's gonna be biblical. <laughs> um, and everyone's shit in a brick because they're not letting him out. Everyone's, all the lawyers and everyone is shit in a brick. It comes to 6 a.m. and nothing happens. And they oh, all breathe this like, ex- yeah, oh, fuck for that. All right, everyone go home. Take the morning, get some sleep, get some rest. We'll cut, we'll reconvene this afternoon, and we'll fucking get on this shit, and we're gonna fucking nail this guy to the wall. Oh, they all get in, no. They all get in their cars and boom, boom in the room, including our dear Leslie Bibb, which is very sad. And it's so heartbreaking because she knows what's gonna happen. She can't get out of the car, and she's like sobbing, and she knows, and she's so scared, and they're looking, and they're helpless, and it's just oh, such boom. a gut punch. It is such a gut punch. She was such an innocent, and we really like her. And she's so hard work. It's really, it, yeah. Good, good actress, actually. Don't she doesn't get enough, you know. No, she doesn't. She doesn't get enough. Good work, enough plaudits. She she's. I, I thought she was very good. She is. I, I, and I've I, seen I, her in quite a few. She does quite a lot of horror, actually. Yeah, it's like it's. <laughs> I always get her sort of mixed up with like Melissa George and Rada Mitchell what? because they all kind of look the same and they all turn up in a lot of horrors. <laughs> no. Sorry, but okay. no, she. But I, I know who she is, and she, yeah, she is good, and I think like it's a shame that she doesn't get bigger parts and stuff. But yeah, but she's she's and she's very good in this. She really really gets a sense of her character, and and we are so empathetic or like sympathetic when she dies, and it's it, that's it's her death that causes the audience, unless you're that <laughs> test <Yeah>. queen. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. But it's it's this is the moment where we're like. Oh, Clyde, that's not okay. What the fuck did you do? Dude, like, that's a line. You've crossed that line, you know? Um, so, yeah, so we're kind of sketchy of him at this point and going forward. And then it's really only at the end that we... Well, I mean, anyway, I start to kind of feel bad for him again when he's looking at his daughter's bracelet because we kind of remember why... He's there in happened. the first place, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, after all the lawyers, <laughs> Viola Davis, the mayor, kicks their oh. ass verbally. Oh, this, this yeah. bit. Now, this and then they I go love. and this is fucking awesome. So they go and they go see the judge because they want to fuck. I can't even remember what they want to do. They want to do something, and she's all like, "Fuck, you're like giving this to me on a hunch." Do you think that there's this? I think it's to do with this accomplice that they think he's got. Yeah, you better and sort this out. Better sort this out, kind of thing. And she goes to take a phone call. What happens, Matt? <laughs> it, it really, really caught me off guard. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Just where it wasn't. Neither of us were, were expecting it. Whoa! Uh, she answers the mobile phone while she's talking to him and it just explodes. Yeah. It explodes it against her head. Yeah, her whole head just <laughs> explodes against the wall. It's so shocking. You're not expecting it well, whatsoever. Not one, one bit. And like, bloody hell. It's so good, though. It's so fucking good. Um, really good. Yeah, that's what we have from that scene because that's just that's what we're there for. Um, and then, yeah, they go and then they have um, the funeral for everyone who died and Leslie Bibbs, Carrot, Sarah, they have a funeral and stuff and they're all kind of... And the mayor's detailed them security as well. So they've got all this whole kind of like... Um, what's the word? This uh, like... Um, oh, when you've got a fucking crew around you. It begins with E. What's the fucking word when you like... Um, escort. Yeah, like an escort kind of thing. Like a whole kind of... Yeah, it's not the word I'm thinking of, but you know what I mean. Um... <laughs> Because yeah. of the day. Yeah, I know. Another, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> so they're all going, um, going through in these big black kind of massive Jeep style SUV cars, Suburbans, I think they are. And um, 
and then yeah so we see like again it's all very cloak and dagger we see these like black gloved hands um sort of like using some sort of like tech to remotely control this contraption with the machine gun it's a bot robot yes yeah, this robot thing but we don't see who it is so again we're all kind of led to believe that it's somebody else office. yeah because the whole while like he's still in solitary and he can't get out or whatever um and yeah and then basically they have essentially it was a drive-by but in a cemetery and by this robotic machine gun and then um jonas his matey boy the nick's matey boy all the way up into the point the kind of voice of reason and the kind of guy who's gone like oh god is was that the right decision did we bring this all down on ourselves or whatever he dies and that's all so sad and they have a big yeah. rocket launcher that explodes well, as well, i suppose, I suppose it is sure. a bit sad because he's, uh, he's looking out the window like oh, i've just been shot yeah it's can't like help a, you it's not as sad as sarah let's be good character but it is still pretty sad um and then, and then yeah and then um basically the mayor just like right city's on lockdown no one goes anywhere without my fucking say so and then she says the public needs to know that the city is under our control and i'm like no it isn't because if it was you wouldn't have to do this, this is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, it's so fucking dumb well this this is one of one of my issues though at this point okay so the city's in chaos okay allegedly yeah and yet there appears to be no police presence oh yeah no no none obviously it's and just, it's this lawyer just going around make, doing everything just, and why the fuck would a um what do they call him what, what's, what's nick what's his profession what do they call him the da the district Center. yeah well, i mean why would he be doing this he wouldn't well, i don't know yeah i mean because he gets he gets because uh, after jonas dies he gets promoted to da because jonas is the da um, I think it's just because it was his case and stuff, but they would definitely have police well, involved. It just, it as well. just, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. There would be the police controlling things, and it, that took. It did take me out of it. I was like, you know, why the fuck? And since when does you know these guys have helicopters taking them around everywhere? Well, yeah, okay, that yeah. doesn't make no sense. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bit, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, on the um, on the page uh, when I was posting about this, I think it was Lucas Dickinson had said, um, hey, Lucas, um, said, like, oh, it seems like it's got a bit of noir to it. Uh, not noir, fucking jello to it. And um, I would, yeah, I would say if anything, it's, it's neo-noir, but there's, as opposed to jello, but they do share bedfellows. But I would say, like, this is possibly one of the most, like, jello aspects in terms of just having this person who is not on the police force <laughs> just basically running the show. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I'll be honest, it doesn't really occur to me when I watch it, but, you know, it, it occurs to me afterwards, but I'm like, mm, I don't really care. Does it matter? It, it doesn't know. <laughs> okay, that's fair um, But I get why it would irk some people. Like, it's it's um, it's definitely a plot hole. You know, it just, yeah. I just have so much fun with this film, it doesn't bother me at all. But I'll tell you one thing that does bother me mm -hmm. is um, later on, when Nick is looking at the crime scene photos and he's like, yeah, I get it. And he's like, starts to kind of like see Clyde's perspective. I'm like, are you telling me that the entire time that you were his defense attorney, you didn't look at the crime scene photos? Yeah. Are yeah. you telling me that only now you're going, oh yeah, oh, you know what? I actually, get why that you're was pretty that. bad. Because I'm like, 
Dude, Sakes, like, what are you, you doing? You have seen these before. <laughs> Why are you suddenly now getting this epiphany? Like, I just, <laughs> that's the that's my sort of like biggest gripe on it. Um, and it, it's not a big thing. It's not a big deal. It's just like, mm, I'm pretty sure that. I mean, unless he's just changed as a character. Like maybe he did see it before, and he was just so focused on getting that like conviction that he didn't care. And then now, as it's kind of like unraveling, he's now kind of seeing it for what it is. I don't know, but like. I don't if that is the case I don't think that that was done very well because it's because all I think when I think about it when I see it is like yeah you will have seen these photos before now so don't tell me that this is the first time that you're understanding why Clyde might be mad that his wife and daughter were brutally murdered and you did nothing about it like please don't tell me that this is the first yeah. time that this is occurring to you 10 years later <laughs> um <laughs> when you were the, the defense lawyer on the fucking case so um but like that's the only only sort of real gripe i have but i i, I get where you're coming from with okay. this thing um so <clears throat> should we kind of get to the endy bit the endy bit well yeah okay so they uh, Nick follows up the information he got off of uh, Leslie Bibb's character. Um, yeah. I can't remember her name offhand. Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. Uh, and basically he follows that up and basically it leads to uh, Clyde had made, made a acquisition of a property which was right next to the prison. prison. He's made loads of property buys. Uh, and I think it's just so it's like needle in a haystack. Like it almost seems like it's random, but there's like a method to it. Um, you know, and they but they clock that like through like bank transfers and stuff, they clock that which ones are which. And then he realizes, oh shit. Because there's the place where he, where he killed Darby and then there's another place and then there's this place. Um, and so they go there and they basically find that there's, um, a tunnel, like he's basically, he's basically yeah, anti, secret anti -Shaw yeah, he's anti Shawshank redemptioned it. Like he's basically tunneled in. kind of into prison, <laughs> um, and he's done this tunnel that leads to every single cell in solitary. So he's intentional. Is what I mean? Like every single time he's done something, it's like because the deep throat guy, he's like, if he's in jail, it's because he wants to be. If he didn't want to be, he wouldn't be. Um, you know, and, and, and he wanted to be because he's basically used these tunnels um, and this property that he's bought as a way of escaping from jail every time he's gone out and killed someone. And so, oh my gosh, he has no accomplice. He is the he accomplice. He is, yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. That was very cool. It's, it's very cool. And again, it's all, all, I mean, a lot of this film, you kind of have to suspend your belief a little bit. But it makes sense. I mean, I don't know any single person in my entire life who thinks on this level. But if you if you think that there are people out there, and I think there probably are people out there, then it's not too far fetched. It just it would be far fetched for you or I to do this. You know? Yeah. Um, as genius as I am, obviously. Um, obs. Obs. Um, so yeah. So and then we see. Um, we see uh, Clyde come back out because he's gone and he's basically planted a bomb over at uh, Town Hall. To where blow up the mayor. Big, yeah, to blow up the mayor and all of their kind of like state officials or whatever because she's bringing everybody in to sort this out. And um, and they find the bomb and it's got all this napalm in it, I think, doesn't it? And uh, they're like, oh, fuck. Um, right, they're like, right, we've got to find him, we've got to find him. Um, and then 
uh, and then they realize about the fucking thing so they go over there and they find his cell and then he comes back from planting the bomb oh that's right yeah and nick's lurking in the shadows he's there waiting yeah he is and uh and like oh hey, hey what up, are you hey? doing and it's the first time we see Clyde not expecting something. Um, and basically, this is such... Oh, this is a scene this that you go back and watch again after you know how it turns out. Because everything he says, everything Nick says has, like, a double meaning. It's giving him the option. Yeah, yeah. So um, so if we t- say what happens and then we can go back and, like, analyse the scene a sure. little bit. Um, do you want to say what happens? Okay. Uh, basically, he... Uh, actually, no, you better had... Okay. It, you could you explain it better, because as I say, I only kind of watched it once. You've just seen it the once. So basically, right, um, Clyde, he's, he's, he's put this bomb over in Town Hall, and obviously Nick is trying to appeal to his human nature to be like, dude, look, you don't have to do this. These, I get it. I get it. I really do get it. And he sort of shows Clyde that he does get it because he's like, okay, cool. It's the part where you make a deal with me. Come on, fucking, what's your deal? And he's like, I'm not making a deal with murderers anymore. And he's like, fine. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Finally, you're starting to get it. And he's like, dude, you don't, I mean, he didn't say dude, but he's like, you don't have to go down this, this route. This is like, it. We can, yeah. You yeah, can... like, you, I'm giving you, a, and he's just like, you a let way me out. Like, no, I'm giving you a way out. There's a difference. And he's like, if you go through with this, Clyde, this is a decision that you'll have to live with for the rest of your life. And he's like, it's like, we've got you, bitch, basically. We've got the paper trial. We've got everything. Like, if you do this, that is it for you. Um, and and Clyde, you can see he's, he's almost convinced. He's almost convinced. He nearly, yeah. He ne- yeah. And then um, there's something, oh God, what is it that he said? Like, um... Oh, I can't remember. There's something that um, that Nick says, and it's sort of he's like, "Nope, fuck it, I'm doing it." Um, and he and he, he calls because he's got about 30 seconds. They they determine that the the bomb is set off by a phone, and when the phone calls it, he's got about 30 seconds before the bomb explodes, right? Yeah. And so he calls it, and he's like, "I'm sorry," and he's like, and he calls the phone, and. Nick's like, "No, nah, dude, I'm sorry," and he goes out of the cell and he locks him in, and he just like slams that. <laughs> yeah, he Metal slams casing. his shirt. It's like, boom, and he's just like, um, you know, he says, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I said that you, this is a decision you have to live with the rest of your life." I'm predicting that's about 25 seconds from now. And then, yeah, and then Clyde realizes that he's got he's the, the suitcase is in the fucking cell, um, and yeah, and then basically Nick bolts, and uh, Matey Boy, his his mate who he brought along with him, he's bolts. also bolting. <laughs> And they just all bolt, and um, and yeah, and it's and it's he plays him at his own game because again, like Clyde's been doing, if he had just done what Nick had said, he'd be fine. Well, he wouldn't be; he'd be in jail the rest of his life and probably on death row. But like, he wouldn't be exploding in a fury ball of fire. No. Um, and yeah, and and everything he says. So like, you know, he says like, if 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 you go through with this, Clyde, it's a decision that you have to live with for the rest of your life. And things like, it's the end of the road for you now. Um, and he's like, we, and he uses this quote that um, Cla- uh, Clyde uses for this. Um, so he quotes this war specialist. I looked him up because I didn't know who he was. So it's this war specialist. So he's called Von Clausewitz. Um, mm. And um, 
Yeah, and it says we can't detract from the decisions that we've made. We can only affect the decisions that we're going to make from here. Um, and then when he says, yeah, I'm giving you a way out, there's a big difference and stuff. And like, so yeah, if you go back and rewatch that scene, it's like, oh my God, um, he's laying it all out from him. Um, and I, it's, it's kind of cool because Clyde sort of see, he kind of sort of smiles. He sort of seems kind of proud that he's been outsmarted because it was never about ego for him. It was no. about like, who's smarter. It was about, I'm trying to show you how this is so how wrong. This, this is whole so system fucked is wrong. up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's almost, he's almost at peace though, isn't he? Because a little it, bit. it's almost kind of like, well, I'm, I'm holding, you know, that's when he starts looking at his, and his little yeah. wristband where it says daddy, you know, and he knows yeah. he's, you know. And he just sits on the bed and he's at peace. He's, he's calm about it. He doesn't freak out. He doesn't panic. He doesn't get angry. He's just remembering his family. And, you know, and I think as well, the knowledge that the DA, because it's not just like, it's not as if he's even just like another attorney now. He's the district attorney. Yeah. He has all kinds of power and he's the one who gets, hey, I'm not making deals with murderers anymore. Yeah. So, you know, I think for him, like he almost probably kind of feels as far as it's going to, his job's kind of done, you know? And um, it's such a fucking amazing shot of this flames just, just slowly billowing out yeah and it's all it's just got this really emotive score and you don't and you know you don't hear anything else you just hear this really beautiful emotive score and he's just he doesn't even pay attention to the fire he's just looking at his daughter's bracelet that she made for him on yeah. the day that she died nice. and oh my Good god scene. if that doesn't Good get scene. you in the gut if that doesn't get you in the gut um and then yeah and it's just really cool as the flame all unfurls and it's got a bit of a blue flame to it too and um, and it curls out from underneath the bed under his feet and goes up all the walls and the ceilings. And then we see Nick, like, fast-pacing it out of the prison. And then, <laughs> this massive explosion. It's like, oh, yeah, he did. Um, and it's real fire as well. Um, it's not, none of it's CGI. The car explosion, as I said earlier, all real. It's all real. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. Um, and you can tell, like, you can, because CGI fires often shit. shit. And I think if it was, it's such an impacting moment. And those shots of him, of just his hulking silhouette with this, you know, flames going round. I think if that wasn't like real, it would it would really detract from the power of that scene. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but what they didn't have it there though. They filmed it separately and then they spliced the scenes together. Um, but yeah, and yeah. that's basically it. And then we sort of bookend it with Nick, who wasn't at his daughter's recital because he was working, is now, is now at, at his daughter's yes, mood. yes. And he's the first one to stand up and applaud and like because he's you know, a good guy. Because he's a good dad, and he's and you know he's he's there and he's teary and you know and he's applauding. It's such a lovely moment. And even though he probably wouldn't admit it, like he he did learn something from Clive. And it's not just to start, like, you know, making deals with murderers and stuff. He learned to prioritise his family and to really, like, live those moments. Um, you know, because obviously Clyde won't have those moments and he didn't get those moments and they were taken from him. And I think that he's really just has learned so much appreciating that yes of course yeah his his character arc is i mean you're talking about clive's character arc and how we flip and flop about whether we're on his side or not but fair play nick's character arc is so interesting where he starts out at the beginning of the film to where he ends up it's it's a real journey and i really you know i've written here it's a bit cheesy but i've written here that he's learned he can't detract from the decision that he's made he can only affect the decisions he's going to make from there (laughs) (laughs) and i don't care because i thought it was very apt 
Um, but yeah, that's basically the film. So if you haven't seen it and you've listened to this, well, shame on you because it's ruined now. Um, <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> well, um, but I still, I still reckon anyone should go see it because it's a cracking film in my opinion. Yeah. Um, no. What are your final thoughts on this one? Unless there's anything else you want to talk um, about. I just, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, um, I felt it was uh, really well directed, really well acted. I, I thought the way mm. the two played off each other was excellent, mm. especially Gerard Butler. I, I've always, well, I, I've seen him in various different films, but um, yeah, I thought he was excellent in this. I thought he did exceptionally well, especially in that court scene. Um, you know, oh, I, yeah. I thought he was brilliant there. He shows so many different sides to his character, that vulnerability, that loss, that grief, but also that like steeliness, that determination, that savagery. Yeah. Really just outstanding, yeah. Um, it was far more gruesome than I was expecting. I knew you'd like that. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Um, yeah, and I, I love that dark beginning, even though it's really horrible. It's, it kind of sets you up ready for the film. Yeah, you need that. You, you, yeah, you do need that. Yeah. Um, to get uh, you know, on. To get where he is. To get where he to is. To yes. Get with him. Yeah. How horrible it is. Mm. Um, I, I do have. I do have a few issues. Uh, I, because it's so far fetched. I mean, I, I, I think because I'm analysing the film rather than just yeah. just kind of letting it roll. We, we've we've had this conversation before. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of got to pick holes. It is mm-hmm. extremely far-fetched. There's literally no police involved in this whatsoever, which is absolute nonsense. No FBI or anything, really. No security guards either. It's just like, what is going on? You know. Yeah. As yeah. I say, he's being flown around like a like a celebrity in his helicopter. You think, right, okay. Um, but, you know... You can you can easily skip past past that um, yeah. and just enjoy it for the film that it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pretty much echo everything that you just said. I think like you know it's just it's really gripping. It's well paced. Mm. Acting is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, the characters, whether like you know they're all kind of murky morals or not, they're all relatable and likable to an extent at one point or other. Um, I think the score is great. I think it's fucking brutal. It's fucking, like, no pun intended, but it's fucking cutthroat. Um, mm. It definitely it keeps you on the edge of seat. It, it keeps you guessing. It challenges the, the justice systems, which, you know, we know were flawed and stuff. And as I said earlier, I think that's a really kind of, like, brave thing to do, um, especially for the time it was released. Um, and I think that the ending has just got one of the best fucking payoffs. Like, yeah. oh, so fucking good. Aside from the critique that I have... Um, and also as well, there's part of me that's just like, well, why didn't he just go down the escape hatch that he has dug out? But um, but I think you're right. I think it's, you know, he's, there's no, there's no, that's the end of the line for him. He, there is no plan after that. Oh, so he, 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 he couldn't go down his escape route though, could he? Why? Because uh, the uh, Nick's sidekick, he sticks a thing in the... Uh, to block it off so, oh, he, so, yes, he, can, of so he can't so he can't oh yes of course so all right escape. yeah yeah yeah. that's right that's right i think i was probably writing notes at that that's all right no um yeah so okay so i really have the little gripe about like you know nick's turning of like oh my god i get it now Clive. like now 
but again that can kind of be explained away the stuff that you've uh, that you picked up on i completely agree with it doesn't bother me though like i feel like this is because i sort of see it as like a neo-noir like neo-noirs are fucking ridiculous <laughs> half the time um and uh, well noir films sorry are fucking ridiculous half the time neo-noirs kind of like share that that level of like you do have to suspend your belief a little bit but i think that the 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 characters and the the plot itself and the script and everything is so fucking sharp like it just it doesn't it doesn't bother me i think if i think if it faltered anywhere else it'd probably bother me more or yeah maybe if like the first time i was watching it was with a more of an analytical eye and yeah, i haven't just had yeah. the last 10 12 years just loving this film then yeah maybe um probably in fact um but you know it is what it is um it doesn't detract and i think I have I have such a good time with this film. Moments like with the judge and the phone and the ending oh, and, and, and the cars bit. exploding and that bit with the phone, know. awesome. Oh, so love that. So it really good. caught me off guard. Loved it. And to think they nearly scrapped it. Oh, Oof, can you imagine? Um, but yeah, and I just think like those moments just sort of like make it up, if that makes sense. Like for every kind of flaw that you can take, there's a moment that's fucking awesome to kind of balance it out. You know, so. Yeah, for me, it's an absolute smasher of a, of a film, and it it really just forces you to put yourself in Clyde's shoes and also in Nick's shoes. Yeah, and it just yeah. it, it takes no again, no pun intended, but it really takes no prisoners um, with it with you. You know, I think it, you're kind of forced to look at yourself and what you're willing to do, kind of thing. If you're in those shoes, it's it's quite interesting. Yeah. What's uh, what's your score? What's your final score? Uh, my score is. Just bear with me. I've suddenly lost my page. Oh god. Oh god. So sorry. Um, seven point five exploding bed bombs out of ten. Nice. I uh, I will take that. I'm happy with that. That's good. What's your score? I have, I have got nine naked Jared Butler butts out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this film. I fucking nice. love this film. Alright, cool. So that is that, that is, is that. That's that. ours. Um so What's happening next, KKK? Well, 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 well. So uh, next month is my birthday. It is indeed. Um and we have a special guest. <gasps> For my birthday, she requested to come on my birthday episode and I said, yeah, alright. She? <laughs> <It's> a... She <gasps> Yes, we have a female guest. You're going to be outnumbered. Oh my word! Um, I do. Um, <laughs> I, I do wonder uh, how outnumbered <laughs> you're going to be. When <laughs> how this is going to play out. <laughs> uh, but our guest, our next guest host is you might have heard of her, one Sabrina Vorman. Woo! Yeah, um, she has been a well. She's one of our original listeners, and uh, she's one of my best friends, and um, she has. A, she's an author, I've mentioned in one of our early episodes, um, of like fairy tale gothic retellings. Um, mm. So she has a real kind of like eye for this kind of stuff. Um, even though she claims herself not to be a true horror fan, I'm like, yeah, we'll, get, we'll get you there, yeah. we'll get you there. So she has chosen two films, as is our tradition here. If you're a guest, you get to choose both films. It takes pressure off us as well. Um, and she has chosen for pre 2000s uh, the absolute classic Heathers. Nice. Yep, strong. And then for post 2000s, she has picked the film Byzantium. Yeah. Yes, awesome. yes. So, um, 
we let me just check where you can find these so hang on a sec let's just take me a minute because i think i've still got this on america for when i was checking out where you could find the other films <laughs> <laughs> i forgot to make a note of this oh really. oops so right, i'll just cut this bit out um, what we got no fuck off i don't want you yeah i'm in canada currently um <laughs> oh and did i tell you as well she bought me the oh i did tell you yes she did yes she did uh, that's oh, cool. no, I didn't. No, I didn't know that. Oh, did I not? No. Right, I'll say it. I'll say it properly in a minute. It was part of the okay. show. Okay. Yeah, so United Kingdom done. Because we don't cater to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Almost there. Almost there. Oh, sweet. Oh my God. Loads. All right. So in the UK, um, Heather's is playing. Ready for this? Streaming. On IMDb TV, which can be found on Prime. So you've got a Prime subscription, you've got the IMDb TV subscription because it's free. It's got ads, but it's fine. Um, Shudder, Arrow, and Virgin Media Go. Oh, crikey. Um, you can rent it off Amazon, um, although I don't know why you would if you've got the IMDb TV bit. You can rent it off Amazon and Apple TV for 99p. You can rent it off YouTube, Recruited, and Corzon. Uh, oh no, sorry. YouTube and Rakuten for three forty nine, and Curzon for three ninety nine, or you can buy it off Amazon for two ninety nine. Uh, also, that price for Apple TV, and then much more costly at Sky Stores, Rakuten, or YouTube. So I would go with one of the others if I were you. Um, and then Byzantium, annoyingly, Byzantium was on uh, Prime, ah. uh, but it got removed lately. Parker. Um, you can still rent it, uh, so you can stream it on Studio Canal and Brickbox, <laughs> randomly. Okay. Um, and then you can rent it for two forty nine off Amazon and YouTube and Rakuten, and then three forty nine off Apple TV and Sky Store, or you can buy it off Amazon and Apple for three ninety nine, or Rakuten for four ninety nine, or YouTube for five ninety nine. Or if you're me, Sabrina has bought it for you on Blu-ray for oh, your birthday. Bless her. Yeah, it was a total surprise. She didn't tell me or anything. It just arrived through the post and she was like, I know that your birthday's not yet, but I thought you'd need the Blu-ray because I know you don't have it and you you probably want to watch it like thing. And also, bless her, she knows me so well. She bought me the Blu-ray because she knows that I want the extras for the trivia. <laughs> nice, oh. bless her. Oh. So yeah, so that's going to be really fun. So it's my birthday, so um, feel free to lavish me, all lis listeners, with lots of birthday wishes and high praise um, no, I'm okay you don't have to in fact don't because if no one does after i've asked for it it'll be really awkward and embarrassing um uh but yeah so that's what's happening are you excited matt i am looking forward to it no it's good to have another guest on uh yep. and good to speak to, uh, to um sabrina for the first time yeah yeah she's often mentioned on the show because she's such a uh what's the word she uh partakes a lot like she's uh fucking what's the word we are terrible. Interacts. Yes, thank you. Interacts a lot with the show and on the page and things. And she always gives us feedback and stuff. So um, it'll be really cool to have her on. And um, and yeah, and get, a, get a female yeah. person on the show. Um, and yeah, hopefully there'll be a few more later on in the year. I know that there are a couple of people who want to come on. So that'll be really cool. Nice. Um, right. So should we say where we're going to find us and stuff? Am I doing that? That's per. Yeah, well, you, I might, and that's how you managed to wangle out of that fairly early on. <laughs> <Permanently>. <laughs> <sighs> oh, right, 
So you can find us at anchor.fm. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify. I'm going to double check this actually because some stuff has removed us and I don't know why, but... Um, Radio Republic. Yeah, Radio, Radio Republic. Republic. They got rid of us, didn't they? And I don't know why. Spe- uh, Breaker. Yeah, um, but Stitcher you can get us on. So yeah, so Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify and Stitcher. Um, so I don't know what happened about anyone who did listen to us on Breaker or... Um, Radio Public. I don't think there probably was. I think that's probably why they got rid of us because no one was listening on it. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so you can also check out our social media. Um, we've got Facebook, that's www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Edmism Pod. Uh, then you've got Instagram, um, which is at Edmism underscore podcast. And then if you'd like to email us, um, not if you are a spammer. <laughs> oh, get loads. love that. What? Spam. Love a bit of spam. Spam. Love a bit of spam. Oh, yeah. Your website is amazing. We don't have a website, but thanks. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to email us, it's edspotlessminds at gmail.com. Uh, so, yeah, um, check us out. Interact. Let us know you're listening. And, um, yeah, post yeah. what you're watching and funny memes and whatever it is you'd like to do. It's all, all good stuff. We're very interactive and we love hearing from you. So, um, yeah, and also as well, if anyone wants to um, rate us or leave a review, um, please do so on wherever you're listening. Um, although ideally Spotify slash Apple, just because they seem to be the most prominent. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be really great if you can. Don't worry if you can't, but we'd love you forever if you did. Um, yeah, yeah. Anything else, Matt? I think so. I'm just looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, I always, whenever you say that, I always think of Dr. Dre. <laughs> I'm so fly. Um, no, I'm really, really white. Um, <laughs> cool. All right, then. Well, we will see you next time. And thanks very much for listening. And uh, yeah, catch you on the flip flop. See you then. Take care. Bye. Bye.